0: This week on the Jock and Nerd podcast, DC and Warner Brothers give the Batman solo film and the Suicide Squad sequel actual release dates and confirm Batfleck is out. Who should don the cowl next? We got a bunch of names. Plus our spoiler review of season two of Marvel's The Punisher On Netflix, and when you talk about the Punisher, you gotta have the Ginger Geek. Matt Delhauer joins us to geek out about Frank Castle and a whole bunch more. All in this edition of the Jock and Nerd Weekly for Thursday, January thirty first, twenty nineteen. All right, let's do it. Check, check
1: one. All right, this is really fans out there. Let's give it up.
0: Yeah, what's up, what's up, what's up, Lester? Thanks for joining us this week and welcome to the Jock and Nerd Podcast your one-stop shop for comic book and superhero TV and movie news reviews and whatever we choose. Hmm? Nerd. My name is Imran. My name is Anthony. Oh, well, look who decided to come back from Hawaii. Thank God. I wasn't sure you were sitting there. <laughs> uh, he's the jock. Uh, he's the nerd. <laughs> and that fabulous felty in the far corner. Well, that's Mr. Rug boy. What's up, rugs? What's up, you jabronis? What's up, Jabroni? Uh, So <laughs> glad to see you here, unfrozen and whatnot. Also joining us
2: on this show
0: is the ginger geek himself, Matt of the Delhowers.
2: What's up, buddy? What's going on, guys? Do I get to to redo my intro four times? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no. Was it four <laughs> times? <laughs> And the listener has no clue that that ever happened. Editing. that intro is perfect for you, Dalhauer. Of course, <laughs> look, Dalhauer's is here because uh, somehow we're contractually obligated to have him on whenever we talk about the Punisher. Is that was that in the contract? You must have slipped uh, that in. Uh, yeah,
2: yeah, that was that was down in the the the, the tiny writing at the bottom. It also says I, I get about forty five percent of merchandising.
0: Man, I probably should have read that before I signed it. But look, I love that you love the Punisher, and I'm excited to geek out about the Punisher. I'm excited are... to hear his thoughts on yes. the Punisher. He has excellent. I,
3: I haven't formally, 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 or formally? no, officially formulated my all my thoughts. So I might, on might base show. it off. I might be like Imran and just agree and go, "Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, wait, no, <laughs> know it sucked. Yeah, no, it sucked.
0: <laughs> we'll flip you. <laughs> well, it sucked. Oh you. yeah, it sucked. Seven out of ten, <laughs> it sucked." <laughs> anthony let me ask you this yeah uh, you came back from hawaii you experienced a uh, weather degree shift of a hundred degrees that's oh, shit. it was 80 degrees in hawaii here in Siberia, it hit minus 23 at the lowest the coldest it's ever been here ever uh what was that like <laughs> uh, it was cold i mean it was warm yeah. and then it was cold i don't really know how did you feel <laughs> Um, they're
3: still shriveled up right now. Were
1: not, were, my balls was hot. They they were s- my skin hot. went f-
3: from like silky smooth and sun kissed to now like parchment paper.
1: Oh, yeah,
0: like me, pretty much yeah, all year basically round. Basically, you. It's yeah. been brutal. I have never been so excited for it to be zero.
3: Oh yeah. Uh, in once, my it, once it once it right. gets up, I mean, we're recording what <laughs> Thursday the thirty first January. Yes. It's gonna tr- jump up to twenty tomorrow. And I can't wait to just go like take off my shirt and just frolic. I'm about, it's
0: zero the degrees. Beaches. I'm, I'm gonna barbecue. I'm breaking the grill out. We're barbecuing. <laughs> it's fucking zero, people. Rejoice. Uh, if you are a new listener, make sure to check out the show notes for this episode at our website, slash 259. We'll have links to everything we talk about, how to get in touch, how to subscribe to the show. So we always come to you for free. And with that, let's get to the news, you bastard. The Jock, Jock and Nerd Podcast. We're going to talk. Uh, the whole news segment is filled with Warner Brothers DC movie news. So strap in. Oh, uh, man, the best. Yes, the best. Right. I know. It's the, our favorite subject to talk about just let's gonna look.
2: gush and gush
3: we're gonna gush we'll see what we can make of this tonight can, can i reveal one of these right away i know what you want to talk about first all right let's break bust it out well, we'll you want to talk about batman and and affleck but i gotta just talk about the fact i, I can't find this not funny that the fact that the suicide squad sequel is called <laughs> the suicide okay. squad
0: okay uh, yes. what, what the fuck is that let's talk about that so uh, I don't know. It's just like they
2: did with the pre- the Predator, Predator, and then there was the Predator. Yeah, but at least they made
0: like <laughs> three other
3: films in per- in between.
2: Yeah, well, no. And the problem is, is, this is right on the heels of them deciding the new Batman movie is going to be the Batman. The
3: Batman. So all right. oh, it's
2: my- going to be the
4: Flash, the
2: Aquaman.
0: And the Wonder Woman. The, well, they could do what? Steal yeah. your
2: thunder there, no, run, but I, that I is funny. Drop,
0: drop Someone I retweeted somebody who's like, "What's the next movie going to be called?" A Suicide Squad. I was like, "Yeah, that's pretty funny." Like, do you, what funny. do you what do you do with that? Uh, All right, okay, you,
3: now do yeah, do your thing now.
0: Here, here's the spiel because now that Aquaman has made over a billion dollars for Warner Brothers, it is the highest grossing DC movie uh, internationally, worldwide, and past the Dark Knight. DC is basically like. Let's mark more movies now and just throw everything on the calendar again. Yeah, they're like, we should probably announce some dates for some shit. Uh, And the Batman finally gets a release date. Now, let's not forget the quick fucked up history of this movie. This is the movie that was announced, what, like in 2015, 2016, reportedly the reason Ben Affleck was going to do Batman vs. Superman. because He he was going to direct it. Direct it, and then right. he was, he was gonna going to write it, direct and write it, and star in it—the yeah. you know, whole shebang. And he, and because of that, he did Batman vs. Superman. And then, I believe it was February 2017, uh, Affleck drops out as director. Matt Reeves comes on, so now he's not directing it. Shortly after that, they throw out Affleck's script, so now he's not writing it. And I think everyone knew at this point he is not going to be Batman for much longer. So he's not Batman. He's a what are you? I'm not your Batman. <laughs> So two things happen. What are you? Deadline officially confirms Batflack will not be back. Ben Affleck will not be Batman. They're going to go to a younger Batman. And they've tentatively titled this movie The The Batman coming out June 25th, 2021, uh, which seems like a really far away weird year. And they're doing a, a younger Batman, but not a year one Batman. He's got not, pubic hair. He's got pubic hair, but not a lot of. Pub- they're not gray, and no. they're not. And it's, it's they're, not. They're dark, yes.
4: dark, and uh, and swarthy. <laughs> Is
0: that a I word? That's a word. Swarthy.
4: <laughs> swarthy.
0: But he's still he's got I, thick pubes. I I mean this uh this could be really exciting because Reeves has said it's very much a point of view driven noir Batman tale. And it's gonna be more Detective Batman, which is great. We haven't seen I that. I like
4: Detective Batman.
0: Yeah, but um, I, I like Matt Reeves. I like Matt Reeves.
4: Yeah, I like Christopher Reeves. No, yeah. I uh, and George Reeves. No, I um, <laughs> wanted to just comment on this whole ba- Ben Affleck thing. Yeah, yeah. Now, I was really excited about Ben Affleck being Batman and directing Batman and right because this dude has Oscars in his fucking resume. He's made good movies. He's directed good movies. He's you know, he's more than just the drunk fat fuck that we got in, in the Snyderverse. All right. <laughs> he's more than that. He got a raw deal. So I would have liked to see, uh, what they threw out and decided not to do. So you see how bad Warner Brothers is with this shit. Um, Matt Reeves is good. Got some good movies under his belt. Uh, who's going to play Batman? That's going to add so much weight to this. That's going to yeah. add, I don't know, like if it's going to make it or break it.
0: Uh, Delaware, let me ask you this. If Ben was left alone to write and direct a movie without any studio interference, what would you have wanted to see that? Would it have been good?
2: Uh, the problem is, man, like I appreciate Ben Affleck as a writer and as a director. I don't think Ben Affleck can direct himself. Mm, he has okay. a real problem with that yeah, because yeah. he doesn't know that he's not doing well. Yeah. So, like in, yeah. in, in oh, the you town. Don't Like the town. I I did not like him in the town. Oh hmm. I thought he was fine in it. I enjoyed the movie. I thought he directed it well. The action was very well done. I thought Jeremy Renner did very well in his part, but I thought he was very flat and very uninteresting in his part.
4: Hmm. What about Gone Baby Gone? Was he in it? Yeah, no, went. that was Casey. Oh, that was, that
2: was Casey Affleck. You're right. You're like,
0: right. Having seen him literally like almost bored to play this character in Justice League, I'm honestly I'm happy. I thought he was. It was a great Batman in in BVS, but like they fucked it up, and now like I'm out. I don't want to see him as Batman he pissed anymore. Pissed him off so much he didn't. He yeah. got pissed at the project. Well, I think yeah. he's smart because he saw what a cluster the studio is, and he doesn't want to be any part of that. Uh, I, I, I agree. don't blame I him.
3: agree with Ruggs. I think like in BVS, the, the first few minutes of him, I'm like, oh, this is pretty good. Yeah, and then that script starts to kind of just fail him. Yeah, and then he sees the reaction to it. And then he sees what's happening in Justice League, and it, you can tell by the end of it, he's just tired and he's he's just done with it. So it's unfortunate because I think he kind of got a raw deal from the start, not only with the script of BVS, but also the fact that everyone was making fun of this choice when it first came out. Like every <laughs> yeah. everyone was like, "Really, Ben Affleck, yeah. Fleck, What are you doing?" But and yeah. he tried. Like he was like, "This is what this is the role that's gonna like turn around my career." In front of all the like, in terms of. Like mainstream audiences, like they're they're gonna forget about Daredevil. They're gonna remember me as the Batman, and it it all went sideways really quick for him. It it went. I mean, in within like a few
4: months, like it it all went away. It wasn't his performance that killed it,
1: though. Right?
2: That's what I agree with. I feel like he could have been. An amazing Batman. The scene in Batman versus Superman when he attacks the warehouse that yes. they're holding Martha Kent oh, yeah. in yeah, is probably one of the most Batman fucking things I've seen yep. on film in a long time, yep. but it is one scene out of a exactly. three hour movie yeah. that is not worthwhile. And of the two movies he was in, it was the only thing that I enjoyed seeing him do. Right. So I feel like Affleck could have done well. They fucked him at every turn. And ultimately, he's going to be remembered as the fat, uninteresting Batman that was in the shitty Batman movies. Yes, you don't. I, you did yeah.
3: You're forgetting the ones, The third movie he was in. Third movie. He was in Suicide oh, Squad. He was
0: for, in Suicide Squad. Like he got to like That was shit. Margot
2: Robbie. You didn't, oh, yeah. you didn't
3: enjoy when he jumps on the car with Margot Robbie or, or confronts Will <laughs> saves Smith
2: her out of the water for like now, twenty Anthony, seconds. You're asking me that as if I remember that fucking film. <laughs> <laughs> y'all forgot that he did do three fucking movies yeah, he, was, he did a <laughs> bunch of uh, moments in that did they film a cameo for him for wonder woman and cut it or was that never a thing
3: i uh, don't remember that being they, they definitely reference him but they don't i was gonna
2: say because they have the the wayne enterprises it like it would have been as bruce wayne if anything her, her picture yeah, or whatever yeah maybe but i thought I, I thought there was talk that he showed up at one point i don't i might be just making things up to sound cool anyway um, uh, look, I'm
0: glad we got a resolution. It's possible. Yeah,
2: and we can move on.
3: I, well, here's, and, the uh, about, here's the thing about that resolution. Yeah, we all knew it was coming.
0: We yeah, we knew. But like, I wanted some official. It's just words. closure at this yeah. point. Yeah, and he, in fact, he tweeted like excited for the new Batman 2021, and everyone took that as confirmation that. I'm well, te- let's move on. What,
3: who who do you guys want to see as a young ish Batman? Well, this is a How great young. Are
0: we talking? Great question. About? I would say. I would so. I would go mid. I would
2: go late twenties.
0: Late twenties to mid thirties, definitely. Yeah, I wouldn't go that far. I will go thirty. I think you could do
2: thirty. I would say. I would say mid thirties at its highest. Yeah, that's yeah,
3: mid thirties. So
0: I got some picks from I the like nation, and I got uh, some picks from Screen Rant. They just put an article up. Uh, let's. I'll yell out some names. You guys, go, tell me for it. Uh, Taron Egerton, Chaz Hebert suggests if it's a young Batman,
2: uh, that uh, feels uh, maybe a little too young. (laughs) He, he plays off as being like late teens because he's just baby faced the kid from Kingsman.
0: Yeah. The Kingsman kid. I think think he's a
3: little too baby
0: faced. All right. Jose Ibarra says, I know he's already playing Superman on TV, but I think Tyler Hoechlin would make a great young Batman. Uh,
2: that's not bad. Interesting choice. And it kind of segues into mine, but I'll wait. So a lot
0: of people, Jason Mamert, Jose Barr, a lot of people throwing out Kit Harrington. He's just oh, You too
3: know small. nothing John Snow mm, himself no. too I small. Go, I would go too yeah, he, Batman needs to be uh, he doesn't need to be as like big as Ben Affleck got, but he needs to be a little bit
2: physically. Imposing. I think I think in the same vein, Kit Harrington's too short. Right. You're going up against uh potentially Kaville still playing Superman. Yeah, I don't. You know, you can't have Batman standing a head shorter than than Superman. I mean, Keaton yeah. was a
0: tiny guy. They put him in lifts, but nowadays you can find a big decent Jack guy who can. oh well, uh, Keaton was out.
2: short, but so was everybody else.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. true. Christian Bale is tiny, also, isn't he? Christian Bale? Yeah, mm, he's kind of he short. He's about six feet. <laughs> I think he's six. No, feet
2: he's, he's 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 six one. It was Tom Hardy was tiny. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah, I mean, they, they, they put made Tom him Hardy big. in lifts. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, Jesse Rivera. How about Carl Urban? DC like stealing Marvel guys. I think guys. He's, he's too old.
1: old. He's too old. A well, little too yeah. old.
0: Uh, we have oh, Trace Hare. Trace Hare says I think Michael Fassbender would be a great pick for he Bruce Wayne slash old. Batman. Too old, I think. I think as he's well. too old. Uh, what I think these about, are all. By the way, let, I think these yes. are all solid picks. But yes, we're,
3: we're. I think we got. We're trying to base this off of what they want.
0: Okay, so the, John Bellotti Jr. said Shaquille O'Neal. I like that one. <laughs> Great idea, Mike. Oh, bring him back, is Steel? <laughs> yes, yeah. Steel versus Batman. Mike Jokowski has a really good one. Matt Bomer, uh, Delhauer, You turned me on to this guy, Matt Bomer, uh, yes. a while ago.
2: Uh, the problem is, is Matt Bomer is my my one hundred percent pick to replace K Village Superman.
0: Oh, so he's a year also a year younger. He looks he just he's, like him. He does he, look he, a yeah, lot like he, him. Uh, he's in Doom Patrol. He's playing Negative Man in Doom Patrol. Yeah. Uh, he's the and uh he's forty he's forty one, so my pick is cool. uh is Lee Pace. Lee Pace is who, a good pick. Who played Ronan the
4: accuser, he's like six something and he played. he was in um Halt and Catch Fire and he was like very he's got that very deep voice and he can sound like a rich motherfucker like Bruce Wayne. I, I will like give Lee him Pace. this much.
2: He's gotta do something about those eyebrows. <laughs> yeah, you don't see <laughs> it as Batman though. It's true. But as Bruce Wayne, that is not a man about town. <laughs> not with those he's fucking eyebrows to he's gonna have to wax his
3: eyebrows i like lee pace he might be a little already a little too old he's, how old is he he's kinda, is, almost 40 yeah oh. he's
2: 39 and looking at him he has a very older affleck look to him immediately but yeah. i
3: would like a guy in that vein where he's super tall when not like jacked jack but like kind of lanky jacked you know he's still broad-shouldered broad shoulder shoulder but not like not like how fucking Cren- CrossFit
0: Ben got.
4: But he's got that deep voice. He, he just sounds like he's Ronan the Accuser. I mean, he's just fucking,
0: he's, he's intimidating. I forget what he looks like always because I just see Ronan and I like, don't see his face. Right. Uh, Ran has a couple of great picks. Check out this one. What about, we're going to talk about him in a little bit, Ben Barnes. Who Who's played, that? Who played Billy Russo in The Punisher. And I forgot that he's also in Westworld. Great actor.
3: I like Ben Barnes.
0: Uh, ben Barnes. Eh, I don't like eh. him. No. he's tall though. He is tall. Delhauer was that your pick? Did I steal that? It? That was my pick. Yes. I knew it. Sorry <laughs> oh, to. What why? is with all okay. like the? Why yeah. can't
3: we get an American guy as Batman? Ben Barnes is American,
0: isn't he?
2: No, Ben Barnes is British. Shit.
0: So why Ben Barnes? Delhauer.
2: Uh, the funny thing is, it's the chin.
0: Yeah, slap a cowl on that face and like you'll know if it works. And
2: it's it's he's he's got the height to him. I know he would be willing to put on the muscle for it. He's very lanky right now. Yeah. Uh but I think he would be able to pull off that um that Christian Bale kind of build mm. where it's it's he's lanky, but you can tell he's got a lot of muscle behind it.
3: He can beef up a little. You, yeah. you need a strong chin like Imran to wear that
2: jaw. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my chin,
0: if I shaved my beard and it was all white, it, it, would, would, just, it would just
3: disappear into it would your disappear. lower jaw. Into it would be your, like, like your teeth, right? It would be so
0: bright. I couldn't hide in the shadows. Yeah. 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 What about, okay, so Scream uh, screamran also has Nicholas Holt, uh, known for playing Beast in the X Men, the latest X Men movies. Nicholas Holt. He's, yeah. a, he's a tall dude. I get the sense that he's a little too pretty.
2: Yeah, Yeah. the weird thing is, I feel the exact opposite. You don't think he's pretty enough? I think think he's got a little too much of a Daniel Craig, um, like uh, grizzled attractiveness thing. Daniel Craig is not pretty,
3: but I I uh, get the I get the baby face vibe from him.
0: So, but you can have like a a hard and sexy like Bruce Wayne and a bat. Like this is a hard role because he's got to look pretty and still look good in the cowl. What about Jake Gyllenhaal? We will see. As mysterious. That, that
2: was the rumor a while back. Yeah, I was right? going to say that was the one that was running for the longest, but I think I think Hall's too old. John
4: Ham, Army Hammer. We have those guys that have been tossed around forever.
0: I think well. Ham is now getting too old for this yeah, too. Is too old. Jamie Dornan, who is Christian Grey from the Fifty Shades of oh uh, my movies, God, that
3: would be a tough <laughs> fucking sell. Rough, Yeah,
0: I don't know this guy. I kind of hope they go with like an unknown, someone who's done a, just one or two what, things. Like- both, and you don't know uh,
3: unknown like Zach Efron
0: is it? Well, Zach Efron <laughs> is not unknown. But okay, here's an unknown. What about Finn Wittrock? Uh, he is in. I don't know what he's been in lately. He was in the running for Dick Grayson. I'm looking for up. a while. Uh, That's so a bad looking guy. Is Batman is too big of a character to risk not putting a name as uh, him? I think you go the opposite <laughs> direction. You put a non-name.
2: I, I think. think I think if you put if you put a, a rather unknown in it, yeah. that gives them the chance to. They walk in without the expectation of their previous work, and it allows them to be able to kind of build a franchise around somebody that they don't have to be paying millions and millions of dollars to yet. Have
0: we really seen that in on the, the Batmans we've no, had you, on You've screen? had three names. Yeah. You've always had names. Keaton,
3: who everyone was probably like, what the fuck? Yeah. Bale, who was a name.
0: Well, George Clooney, Val Kilmer. Joe those Clooney, are the
3: names. Bell, I forgot about those two. <laughs> ben Affleck yeah, like being the biggest name.
0: I think yeah. you take a risk, Matt Reeves, put in a nobody like. Here's another one, a guy who who has been rumored, Jack O'Connell, uh, who is in 300 Rise of an Empire, and he was in Angela Jolie's Unbroken.
4: Oh, yeah, he's a good actor. He he's was a, in the Skins. I remember from Matt show. He's
0: kind of skinny in this photo, but, again, there's steroids, yeah. so you can there's do steroids. HGH there's HGH. There's like. HGH. So, I don't know. These are a bunch of good names. I'm excited to see uh, this younger Batman and what Matt Reeves does. one more to throw in. Okay.
2: Now, this is this is a long stretch because this would be my choice if they were still running for a more for a little bit of an older Batman. Uh, Richard Armitage.
0: Oh, he's the guy who voiced Logan on the
2: Wolverine podcast. Yeah, I I I don't know what he looks like. I just threw a picture up in the, the, uh, the chat here.
0: Armitage. Armitage. Ah, he would be. He does seem skewed to the little bit older Batman. How Yeah,
2: he's he's in his forties. So ah. this would be this would be definitely an older pick.
0: I think Anthony, right? I think you need someone in the late twenties. What about this uh, Billy Magnuson Is Justin Zwerner's pick? He will be in the Aladdin movie. Uh, young guy. Uh, he's got Man. blonde hair, so it's hard to place him.
4: What about Justin Hartley? He's in. Uh, he's in Us now and he was the green arrow on on smallville. Oh, that's where I he's remember that. He's a good looking dude. Yeah. And he's
0: ripped, right? And then I also saw Nick Jonas like publicly oh. put out he wants to play Batman, but so probably not that one. Probably not Nick Jonas. Don't Dennis. do that one. Also, the other so this announcement they announced Batman, but they also announced DC Super Pets for May 21st, 2021. Ugh. So it's going to be, like, be a cartoon. <laughs> you know what? I think it's going to be live action. I don't know.
2: I uh, just just to put a last pin on it with this yeah. uh Bill Magnuson kid. Yeah. I would be perfectly fine with a blonde uh, Bruce, Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne?
1: But, but I also bru-
2: feel like, um, you know, we are going to have people yell at us, why are we only casting white? Oh, uh, boy. And all the dudes we talked about were white dudes. And then immediately I see Billy Magnuson. Apparently he played Cato Kalen. Oh, shit. In the, uh, the, what was it? The American crime story.
0: Oh, he was Cato in that. There you go. So he's already had a superhero role. <laughs> All,
2: right. <laughs> All right. Sorry. DC pets.
0: <laughs> DC pets. Whatever. I live action. Crypto and bat dog and the other fucking dogs. Wait a I minute. Forget. We
2: forgot. We forgot about one
4: person that we didn't say about Ooh. playing Batman. Who? Jason Bateman.
0: Oh, Appreciate shit. You should Bateman oh, the shit. movie. <laughs> Bateman.
4: The Bateman.
0: That is. Uh, ah, great. I, don't, no. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think so. need more buddies. And then The Suicide Squad coming out August 6 2021. And again, the title is hilarious. James Gunn, we knew he was writing, but I think it's confirmed that is he he's directing? probably is directing in? also. So he said... So it should be a lot better. It should be better. And he said this is not a sequel. It's a relaunch. Gunn's focus is to take the franchise in a new direction with a mostly all new cast of characters and actors But I probably you're still going to have Margot Robbie and Will Smith, and then you could switch out everybody else.
1: I mean,
3: Suicide Squad has always been kind of fluid anyways. So,
0: yeah, I'm okay with that. Uh, And then and Zack Snyder and Deborah Snyder will be executive producing, which is also hilarious. So you got James Gunn and now Snyder producing. The Suicide Squad. The Suicide Squad. They just re- <laughs> just set it apart. This is the definitive Suicide. That movie never happened. That wasn't really Suicide. <laughs> this is the Suicide Squad. Listener, let us know if you're excited about these announcements. Who do you want to play Batman? Join us in our awesome Facebook group, the Jock and Nerd Nation. Uh, it's exclusive close group just for you. Got to welcome a new member this week, Sammy Wells. What's up, Jock and Nerd? Thanks for joining Anthony. I got his questions. I captured it. Yeah. I love when I get these. How did you find us? He says, I listened to your podcast. LOL. Very good. What makes you want to join the nation? He said, you keep telling me every podcast to join. And now I remember. This is why it works. Repeat things. You have to repeat things. Finally, my favorite question, the best question of the whole thing. Who's your favorite host? He says, Anthony, because he doesn't care about anything. Oh,
2: shit. Anthony. He does
0: cares about getting you know, laid. It's yeah. that
2: nihilist millennial thing, man. <laughs> it works for everybody.
0: Anthony, Anthony, you got another fan. I love that. Don't Great.
2: care. Don't care. Keep not caring.
0: <laughs> keep You do you. Keep doing what you do best, Anthony. That's what I would tell you, Anthony. Just keep doing. Uh, moving on. Did you guys see this 19 seconds? Birds of Prey. Teaser. Birds of Prey in the uh, I it was a Jim and the
4: holograms movie.
0: Proclamation of the nation or whatever the fucking I movie mean, is called. I guess I did. <laughs> uh it's look, it's 19 seconds. You gotta but, slow it down. And I believe it's uh you know, made out of camera tests, but it, it does kind of give you like some personality, some attitude, uh of what this movie's gonna be that's coming out like next next year. Uh what did you guys think? We you did get to see a lot of characters, all the characters in this movie. Well, like nobody looks like they look in the comic book at all. No, this is a uh, it's a it's a different take. <laughs> so, like,
4: not even I mean, not even the costumes. Not like the black canary is singing into a microphone. Was she
0: a singer? I don't. <laughs> recall I think her. there's a version in some recent book where there, she is like in a band. No. Oh. Uh look, you see Mary Elizabeth Winsett as Huntress real quick, and she's holding she up like, a bo- she looks bow and like, arrow. Uh, like a green arrow or something. Yeah. She's holding up a bow and arrow. You got, you know, Margot Robbie with like uh, a crossbow. Right. She's got a crossbow point at the camera. Margot Robbie with frilly things that look like feathers and shit. uh, Floating around. You see Rosie Perez as Renee Montoya real quick. You see Cassandra Cain. Uh, You see Victor Zaz, Chris Messina. You see Elon McGregor, who is going to be Roman Sionis, black mask, but he has no mask yet. But these are just, you know, quick, fun, little camera test photo shoot. Uh, and, uh, I don't know, uh, Delauer, what'd you make of this?
2: Um, it sure <laughs> exists.
0: What do you think of this kind of marketing? It's kind of weird. Uh, mar- like what I think is smart is they're shooting now the set photos were going to come out from fucking just Jared.com. They're like, Hey, let's, let's put a thing out before all these set photos come out and kind of control this. I think that's smart.
2: Yeah. I think uh, they kind of learned from the leak photos that happened with the, uh, the, the Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie. And the fact that uh, Phillips immediately was like, all right, let's put out some test footage and show yep, everyone shit on our the, own yeah, instead of, the you know, waiting yeah. in this. And I mean, I saw Margot Robbie. I could not have told you who anyone else was without looking up screen captures. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It was very quick. <laughs> very quick. Anthony, there's an article on the Hollywood Reporter well, did this on
2: purpose, obviously. So they yeah.
0: would.
4: So the Internet and the people would dissect it and become viral, you know?
0: I think it was successful. There's an article on the Hollywood Reporter, Birds of Prey and the Art of an Anti-Superhero teaser. Uh, Anthony, do you think this is a, a, a good a good anti-superhero teaser? Is it is the art is it artful enough to get your attention, I guess.
3: I mean, I thought it was okay. I, I'm yeah. not a really big I'm not super into birds of prey right now, so anything that they would have teased me with, I don't think it would have hit as hard as it would for someone that's really anticipating this. I mean, I like Margot Robbie. I think she's hot. Every other character, I wasn't nerdy enough about this to like slow it down and look. So I yeah. didn't, none of that registered to me, other than Margot Robbie looking like she's dressed out of the '80s. Yeah, yeah. So that's all. I, that's really all I got from it. I, I didn't really. I wasn't like this is awesome or this is terrible.
0: I'm just like, all right. Cool. There's a there's a great line in this article saying, should we be wary? About these pretty but empty commercials. Is this the fire festival of teasers? You know, and DC's burned us before. This one's gonna be R-rated. Uh Rugs, I don't think it's R-rated anymore. I told you it wasn't gonna yeah, be. Yeah, yeah. What does it need to be R-rated for? Yeah, they're they're probably gonna do PG 13. Uh I don't know why it would, would need to be R R rated, but the Joker is going to be R rated. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see. Uh, what they bring to that. But I don't know. It got me kind of like, oh, look, they're making this movie. I was always skeptical about the R rating when you said
4: it. I'm like, really? Why? Like, they're yeah. not going to show boobs. Yeah, like, it's a you good know, point. Like,
1: yeah. Just for that swearing
4: goes against the girl and, power
0: and thing. more. Right. And more violence. It uh, I think you could do this PG. Thing. Yeah. Uh, moving on, you guys, let me know if this is you think this is a good way to, uh you know, write a movie and work on a movie. Speaking of the Joker, Collider has an article uh explaining that uh Todd Phillips basically rewrote the Joker like while they were shooting it. <laughs> uh, well that's a good way to get around uh, script approval. Yes. Is that uh literally uh speaking to MTV News Joker star Zazzy Beats said the script was great. We rewrote the whole thing while we were shooting it. Literally, we would go into Todd's trailer, write the scene for the night and then do it during hair and makeup. We'd memorize those lines and then do them. And then we'd reshoot that three weeks later. So look, I've, I've never made a movie, but I would imagine this is either going to be genius or this is going to be a fucking, this is your It'll be right? somewhere in the middle. Now, Howard, would you shoot a movie that way? What do you think? Is that, uh, it's risky, but it gets exciting.
2: It's yeah, it's, it's interesting. Uh, it, it could be a real dumpster fire. <laughs> um it feels it feels like Todd Phillips is trying to go like all Kubrick on this shit. Oh yeah. And it dude he he had the clout for that. If this works out then sure, it means that you pulled it off and you might do that more and more as you go along, but right now this sounds really really sketchy. I hope it works.
0: Um, I hope it works too. I'll go along ap- with that. Yeah. Apparently, like they're they're not they're gonna have problems in reshoots because, uh, uh, River Phoenix, uh, Joaquin Phoenix, River lost, Phoenix, no, River because Phoenix, Phoenix, River Phoenix died because in
1: nineteen
0: ninety two. He doesn't uh, like this movie. No, River Phoenix does not like this movie. Joaquin <laughs> Phoenix lost a lot of weight to play the, the pre Joker Arthur Fleck character. I guess who's real skinny and then like beefs up to play Joker. So they're not going to be able to go back and reshoot anything with Arthur Fleck. Uh, so, but they'll just make it up as they go along. I mean, unless
2: they have him wearing like baggy
4: sweaters.
0: Well, I heard uh, that this,
4: isn't, this isn't the legit Joker movie too.
0: Oh, it's not actually a Joker movie, even though it's called the Joker. Yeah. Every movie is the something, I guess. I heard it, This now. is a, it's a swerve. No, I heard that this
4: is a person that inspires the Joker.
0: Hmm. Uh Boo. I don't like yeah that. doesn't that
3: make it totally shit if that's uh, the truth. that would be a very odd twist at the end that would <laughs> piss a lot of people off
0: that would. anthony do you think it'll hurt the quality of this movie not writing, writing as you go yeah
3: i mean it, it doesn't sound great <laughs> not know what the fuck you're you know to to be improvising it like that but i i won't immediately i don't i won't immediately cast down on it i, I mean i i liked everything hearing about everything leading up to this point. So yeah. No, well,
4: like, look, hmm. Joaquin Phoenix is a really talented actor and they might've had uh, an idea to change things based on what he was doing. Right. was working maybe. Yeah. So it could be a boon. It could be something that works
2: out. So it could. who knows? And the, the one thing that I would put into it, and this is, this is heavy speculation is this is an interesting way to put your actor who is supposed to be playing a very unpredictable character into a mindset where even he doesn't know what he's doing from day to day. So
0: that's very Kubrick, isn't it? Yeah. Where Stanley Kubrick would do a hundred takes to get to that final, just broken down, almost like robot actor that's just doing what he says and, and breaks through this thing to get that fucking take. He wanted, which is madness. Yes, but it gets you good shit, man. Uh, this article also notes Mission Impossible: Fallout barely had a script when it started filming, so that kind of worked out in their favor. So it's not always,
2: a well, bad yeah. Thing. But I mean, eighty percent of that movie is car chases, so that's yeah. true.
0: They just you got to write that. You got to write something in between that. You got to get scenes. the glowy
2: thing. Yeah, yeah. Get the glowy thing. Oh uh, wait, no. Now it turns oh, out the boy. guy who was a good guy is a bad guy. <laughs> yes, I just wrote half that movie. <laughs> Not the tangent off to Bill Maher, but the glowy thing
0: was actually funny. The rest of it, I don't agree with. Yeah. That's all. He, he saw a little bit. Get but the glowy thing. The glowy thing, he has got a point with the Marvel movies and the yeah, glowy too thing. Too many glowy things. Uh, last thing in the news. Let's wrap up the whole DC movie news. Let's find out what our buddy Zack Snyder's been up to. What's he doing?
2: Snyder watch
0: Snyder watch 2020 Uh, The guy who kind of started And crashed this DCEU Had to walk away from Justice League To attend to a family tragedy Joss Whedon took over Zach is back though And he's doing a zombie movie He's, He's made one before And he's made a really good one yeah. Uh Night, was it, it was Night of the Living Dead? What was that it called? Was Dawn, Dawn of the, the Dead. Dead remake. Dawn, Dawn of the Dead remake. He is signed on to Helm Army of the Dead, a zombie horror thriller. For Netflix, Snyder will direct and produce with his partner and wife, Deborah Snyder, by other newly rebranded production company, Stone Quarry. Uh, so he came up with a story for Army. Uh, the adventure is set amid a zombie outbreak in Las Vegas, during which a man assembles a group of mercenaries to take the ultimate gamble. Venturing into the quarantine zone to pull off the greatest heist ever attempted. Uh, okay, look, I like that he's doing zombie movies, but I don't understand why you would like rob a, a, a casino for money in a zombie outbreak. Like, what wouldn't money just? Why be, not? Like, oh my why, god!
2: Why would you need money anymore? No, it's here's the thing. <laughs> okay, true. so I know exactly what he is doing. What is he doing? He is making. Kelly's Heroes, the Clint Eastwood 70s heist movie. As a zombie movie. As a zombie film. Okay. Kelly's Heroes was a story hmm. about uh, Clint Eastwood's character assembles a group of allied soldiers during World War II to sneak over enemy lines into Nazi-occupied France. Okay. To basically rip off a huge, um, I think, like art and maybe gold uh, cash okay. that the Nazis had left behind. Wow. Yeah, that's this movie. And it's this whole thing. Yeah, it's this whole concept of they're going in to steal this money for themselves, and they wind up tricking the Allied army into thinking they're rushing the front lines to take out the Nazis. Yeah. And so they use the war as a front to steal gold to
0: get the loot. That's awesome. (laughs) I <laughs> oh got that's Grace. fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh so they're saying this could be a ninety million dollar budget for this movie. Anthony Steiner has said there are no handcuffs on me at all with this one. <laughs> now, do you think he That's could, a bad idea? Uh, this is a good idea. Do you think he could go back to his Dawn of the Dead filmmaking days and, and make a good zombie movie? But it, you give this guy ninety million dollars, write, direct, do whatever you want, Zach. I don't I think that's a big that's a up.
2: big fuck up right there.
0: The fuck
1: up
4: yeah.
2: I, I agree i don't think so
0: i just
3: wanted to play the button i don't, I don't yeah. know if it's like a big fuck up i i know that putting him anywhere near a superhero film at this point is, is a huge fuck up especially someone that people care about like superman or batman because it's clear he has a very interesting take on these characters yeah a, a zombie film left to his own devices I and mean, fucking whatever yeah, Let
4: like it's, do it. it's not like it's highbrow shit. Like yeah, it's right. not like anybody cares about these
2: characters or anything. It is it's like you do whatever you want with it. It is a concept that is just bonkers enough that I want it made.
0: Okay, this could be fun then. And it, uh, I mean, it's Netflix. Uh, give me the bird box. Give me this fucking Zack Snyder zombie movie. Give month. me the Adam Sandler movies. Give me, all give me the Adam Sandler movies. I'll watch
2: all oh, this bullshit. Make Zack Snyder make this, but his band of mercenaries is all Adam Sandler and his fucking friends. His oh, cronies. That was, that
0: would be, yeah, it's the cast of grown-ups. Oh my God. In this movie, fighting the zombie bugger. <laughs> now that would be a movie to watch. <laughs> Chris Rock, Adam Sandler,
3: <laughs> no, David no. Spade, no, give fighting zombies. A, just Adam Sandler and like, All those little sidekicks he brings in every movie. From every movie, Rob Schneider, Schneider. yeah, Rob Schneider,
2: Nick Swornson, yeah, Yeah. okay, that crew, I like that. Yes, yeah, I like it. And it's a Zack Snyder zombie movie, and then then Kevin Kevin James is only in the first five minutes because he gets eaten because he's the fat guy.
3: Yeah, 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 and uh, what's her name? Uh, Who's the girl that he always has?
2: Oh. Uh, um, It could be, um, well,
3: there's a number oh, of the, them. The uh, girl from 51st Dates and. Uh, oh, Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore. <laughs> yeah, she shows up. Drew Barrymore. She gets eaten by a zombie. She gets eaten by Anna, zombie Adam Sandler.
2: I like it. Get it done, Zack Snyder. All right, <laughs> let's take a quick call, break. Call me Snyder. We'll get it written.
0: <laughs> we just wrote the movie for you. You're welcome. Send us a check. You're welcome. Uh, we'll be right back after these promos to geek out about season two of The Punisher right after this. After these messages, will be
3: Bye. right back. Hey, it's Brian.
2: And it's Tony. From the Salty Language Podcast. Two friends that have been around each other for, what, like 70 years or something? and uh, We're like a married couple that you hate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically something like that. We talk about, you know, just weird news, stuff that happens in our life, pop culture, really anything. We just have a nice conversation and make up stuff along the way. You can find us at SaltyLanguage.com. For sure. And i be really fine. Well, also, you can find us on DangerEntertainment.net. Danger! Watch your back! Danger! Entertainment.net, in case you missed it the first time.
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> Called The Working Man's Nerdist, Tales from the Fandome is a weekly podcast where David talks with a guest about the fandoms that they love. Whether it's classics like Star Trek, Star Wars, and Tolkien, or new ones like Game of Thrones or Harry Potter. Anime, books, TV shows, movies, role playing, video games, cosplay, and more are discussed. Each episode is different, based on the guest. No fandom is too big or too small. Subscribe to Tales from the Fandom and join in on the fun.
0: Listener, if you're a big fan of the show, uh join our fan club visit jogger.com slash Patreon where you can support the show and get bonus content. Here is a testimonial. This is one of our listeners. This is what they think of the fan club.
3: That's fucking awesome. Yeah. That's really
0: good. I agree. I <laughs> think I
4: know who
2: they are.
0: They're absolutely correct. It is fucking awesome. Those guys sound, are right. those guys sound hot.
2: Now, first They're, off, I'm gonna call bullshit. Anthony is not a listener.
0: <laughs> that wasn't Anthony. He
2: doesn't listen to the show ever.
0: Yeah, not even. He actually listened to the last show to his credit. I was very surprised. Oh, really? I Good did. for you, Anthony. Wow.
3: I, I didn't listen to the whole show, but I listened God to you it. guys talking about Glass.
1: Uh, I stopped uh, yes. after you
3: guys were like debating about Black Panther and. Uh, it being Oscar now I'm like, oh, I'm I'm done with this. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. Let me listen to the what you, what I really wanted to listen to.
0: Well, if you join the fan club, you will get access to a bonus podcast feed. Oh yeah, Geek bonus. a whole other feed full of whole episodes, uh, instant reactions, uh, bonus content, uh, a weekly, semi-weekly sports show called Jock Talk with Anthony and Chaz. Their
2: bottom is is very
0: weak. And there's a new Jock Talk this week. Anthony, what are you guys talking? Uh, well, we got the Super Bowl, which is <laughs> today if you're listening when the show will comes be out. the day sh- the show post well let's get right to it who is the jocks pick for the big game patriots oh really
1: yeah <laughs> mm.
0: you're not
2: Shut going with
3: up. the
0: underdog come on and
3: what is with you really like you even give a fuck
2: it, i just i i don't it. Even Imran, <laughs> even I am sitting here just shaking my head at you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: really? I,
3: really? Right. You're like, as if you were invested in this. I would just league.
2: want to see Brady lose.
0: Yes. That's that everyone what I want would. To see.
2: But yes. the problem is, not this, gonna is this is where they always shine. They're going to five yard pass it all the way the whole damn time. And they're going to walk away with it.
0: Anyone excited for Maroon 5 then? Let me ask you this. Now, it's them <laughs> and what was Khalifa, right?
2: Yeah, there's like a couple other people. Oh, but- man. It's 2010, Matt would have been fucking so pumped for this. Yeah, I don't understand. Ah,
3: ah, ah. I mean, lately yeah. they've been doing better, but they always choose acts that are. so... It's like
0: why they're not. They're, you're so late. They are very late to, to the game. I mean, but like when Prince played, that was amazing. And but yeah, he could have when played a that? lot sooner. That was uh, of mid 2000s, I guess. They, ever since the
3: um, Nipplegate? yeah, Nipplegate, they've just yeah. been always late. I think that was after Nipplegate
0: also yeah. the Prince but the last yeah, one well, that- a- directly after Nipplegate they went like yeah, old real safe. all real yes, all yes yes but the last one I really love was fucking Prince playing Purple Rain in the rain it was fucking amazing Who was last year? I don't even remember. Well, it doesn't matter. Ariana Grande maybe? Was it? I don't know.
3: No. I know two years ago it was Lady Gaga. I don't remember who it was last well, year.
0: Well, we should be getting a new Avenger spot, people. Geek boner. yeah, It's been confirmed. Marvel and Universal oh, will Oh, Justin have Timberlake was last year. Trailers. Oh, it was well, JTZ. Oh, yeah,
2: because he had his weird shirt oh, yeah, with the fucking that, yes. deer on it. He was dressed like a
0: dad or a hunter or something. I remember. That's how cool guys dress. Make oh, is that how the cool yeah, dress is? Yeah, you get the memo. man making wow. up for Nipplegate, Justin Timberlake.
2: When you're you? JT, dude, you can wear whatever the fuck <laughs> yeah, you want. That's
3: no, right. It's, that's that's right.
0: absolutely true. So let me talk to Sammy Wells, our listener who just joined the Facebook group. Sammy, this sounds right up your alley because your favorite host is Anthony. And on the Patreon feed, there is more Anthony. Bro, Tons do you even me. podcast? Tons more Anthony.
2: Oh, thank God.
0: Yeah. Yes, all the Anthony you can
2: get. Some, you people the- can, some people can't handle that much Anthony.
0: That's a lot. So take, you know, make sure you've had enough to drink and you're sitting right. down. First yeah. thing is, Before
2: is you have this. to you have to relax the throat.
0: Relax <laughs> the throat. Oh shit!
3: Preferably, <laughs> if you were just on your knees, that would be the hopefully. Best way to you Don't handle. have, you have a gag reflex, much, Anthony. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. But Sammy Wells, there's more Anthony. Sign up, jockandnerd.com/slash/Patreon. Let's get to season two of Marvel's The Punisher on Netflix. Here's your spoiler alert. Strap yourselves in, you fucks. Spoiler time. Still not canceled. Oh, shit. Yet. As we record. Give it
2: another two weeks.
0: Uh, It's been out for two weeks. I think you're right. They usually wait about a month. It was Daredevil got announced
2: almost exactly a month after it released. yeah, Yeah. Wow. So
0: possibly the last or second to last series of Marvel shows on the Netflix, we may or may not still get a Jessica Jones season 3. Oh no, we uh, will.
2: They were filming it. They're not going to just can it.
0: So if they're making it, we might see it later this week. But later this uh, week. I mean, later this year, Jesus this Christ. month. Later this year, it's out.
3: If you're going to fucking host, <laughs> speak correctly, motherfucker.
0: Well, some of you can help me out once no, in a while. No, because because then you start coughing. We've gone over this. But I can mute the mic when I cough, and then like, you just you, have to But you don't. Bullshit. You just fucking choose and no, start coughing yes. in the mic. I have a disorder. Is Sago Guafia. Is that yeah, it's Sago You it's you're a fucking starve
2: for attention. We get yeah. it. <laughs>
0: That's what it is. That's exactly like. You should be a doctor. Dahlhauer should be a doctor. Where's the pussy? Yeah, pussy. Uh, okay, look. <laughs> let's just start with Dahlauer. You uh, you uh, love the Punisher. Are you not going to read off anything? No stats no, or nothing. No, no stats. Fuck you got it. Nothing because it's on
3: Netflix. You fuck. It's on
0: Netflix. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. It doesn't make any money. We don't know how many ratings. They they don't tell you. I get. There's Rotten Tomatoes, but who the fuck cares?
2: Um, I'm I'll tell you the parental. one stat I know.
0: Okay, what's that?
2: Uh, Netflix has announced that they definitely had a drop in viewership between seasons two and one or one that, and two.
0: That is correct. Forty percent down, but it wasn't as big as the other shows, as Luke Cage, Iron Fist and Daredevil, but uh, I'm surprised that it wasn't, I felt like there wasn't a lot of buzz for this season, it just that, you know, it released. Well, Netflix
3: wasn't really pumping this either. No, no they weren't. No, no they yeah,
0: weren't. It just kind of showed up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Delhour, start us off, what would you think after finishing the 13th episode season? Uh, what's going through your head?
2: Um, I still definitely enjoyed myself as I went through it, but I will say that I definitely felt season two was weaker than one. OK, and honestly, I, I feel like I don't want to dive into anything really detailed yet until we get to further on in the likes and dislikes. But I would say good, not as good.
0: OK, good, good opening uh, thoughts there. Rugs can yeah. add on. What would you think? Well,
4: I enjoyed a lot of aspects of this, but there was uh, I think as I got to the end of it, I thought it was very odd some of the choices that they made. So out of the gate, I was all in. Yeah. Cause I was like, Oh, this is interesting. This is a different direction. This could be cool. And they got them back in New York and all that shit. And I was like, Oh, this could be interesting. And then I, I felt like they didn't really capitalize on it. So I was kind of like in, in, in. And then towards the end, I was like, still in but like not just okay i'm already on the ride i might as well finish it you know yeah uh,
0: i i'm very similar anthony have you had time to formulate your thoughts yet what opening thoughts yes the start of the show till now is enough time i think that's plenty of time that's yeah,
3: great yeah um i liked the show overall i liked it mostly because john bernthal is a fucking terminator yes he is <laughs> he, he's great um i will agree that i didn't think it was as good as the first season and I was in throughout the entire show. I enjoyed watching it, Um, most of which I watched on the plane to and from Hawaii. So about 10 episodes of this was on a iPhone 8 which is always an interesting thing, way to watch something.
0: With, uh, so, yeah, how is that with people like next to you and they can kind of see what you're watching and there's some fucking violent shit. How is that I, I had to very
3: much mute my visceral reaction <laughs> yeah. to some of that violence. Just
0: stand up be like, oh, Cause, shit. Because I wanted
3: to be like, oh, man. And I was <laughs> like, oh, oh people are
2: sleeping next <laughs> to me. There were a oh, lot no. of moments watching this where I just in the middle of watching it, just, oh, fucking Damn!
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but
3: I enjoyed the... I jo- I actually enjoyed the violence. I enjoyed that it's even... It's closer, if not already... Clo- or if not the Punisher, he is basically... At this point, you're seeing what the Punisher would be like. Mm, yeah. Much more so than the first season, where that was more of a personal thing. Yeah. Um, looking back on the show, and even throughout, I was like, there's something... Like, some of these things I didn't particularly... Um, like as much as probably they would have wanted, I didn't like. Or I, I was I'm not that I. I'm not saying I didn't like, but I didn't. I wasn't fully on board with the direction they took with Jigsaw, and it the dueling two front war that he was fighting never really connected yeah. for me. Yeah. In the way that it wanted, to, I wanted to, and I a lot of the new characters for me, I didn't um, like as much. Yeah. As maybe the first season, so. Um, Yeah, I can get more detailed later, but it was solid. But looking back and even throughout, I was like, I don't agree with all of the decisions they made. And I don't agree with um, or I didn't like the cast as much as I liked the first season's
0: cast. Okay. I mean, I'm a, a lot of the same. I, overall, I really did e- e- enjoy it. I was entertained. It held me. I thought it started really strong. Un- amazing first four episodes, like my favorite. Like the first four episodes, I like better than season one. But then what they do with the remaining back half of the season makes me not like it as much as season one because it kind of gets a little muddy and a little, uh, like you guys said, weird decisions. There's two running plots and, by episode four, you're like, all right, how are these things going to connect, intertwine? And they don't really do. One just kind of interrupts the other one. But the violence, uh, the action was amazing. I had same visceral reactions as first season where there was some shit. Like, you just call me a pussy, Anthony, and it's very accurate because there was some shit I couldn't watch because I was thinking about what it felt like. And I was like, oh, no, no. Oh, don't do that to this. <laughs> how can yeah. that's got to fucking hurt? They so, definitely amped that up. Yeah, it made me uncomfortable, which I always like when a uh, a show or a movie can physically make you uncomfortable. Uh, that is a successful thing, but it has a lot of issues. Uh, but if this, this is a swan song, I'm okay with it. Uh, I think it ended with good closure, seeing as how it's probably going to get canceled very soon. So uh, what what do what we like? Where do you want to start? Uh, what what part of these cast performances? I, I think you got to start with Bernthal again. Yeah, Burnthal is amazing in, in this in this role. Uh, he is brutal.
4: Yeah, I mean he is. I guess the best they're going to get unless you get Frank Grillo. I mean, crossbones you know, Frank Grillo. That yeah. guy is the Punisher. Yeah, there is no that that he he just walks the top. Now Burnthal is a good close second. You can tell that he's. He's acting the character sometimes. Like, yeah. I don't really think he is the character. I think he's like putting on the performance, but he does a good enough job that like he sells it enough. So I'm, I'm down with Burnthal. Um, pretty much. Uh, the only thing is he seems too approachable. He seems
0: like he's too soft in some, in some of these scenes. So this is a Punisher with heart, Dalhauer. Does that make him any less Punisher?
2: It's, it's an odd gray area, honestly, because the thing is, is I don't mind the idea of developing the character more so that he is more of a person. Right. But I think the the biggest issue that I had with it, like the, the idea of him, him caring about Amy and wanting to look after her and the way that they were playing that into sort of him making her like a a, uh, a proxy daughter. I yeah, love that he never relationship. never got to really have, yeah. have that, that relationship with his kids. Yeah. I'm perfectly fine with. I really right. like the way that they right. went with that. But the problem that I had mostly was just I didn't need nearly as much of a personal storyline this time.
0: For Frank. For Frank,
2: yeah. Like, I didn't need his motivations to be tied to his family again. Mm. Oh, I see.
3: Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. And a little. I mean, there is a little bit of that feel. Um,
0: it kind of feels like it's still his origin is, like, still going.
3: Mm, I mean, it's more of like a... I didn't feel like it was his origin. I felt like it was so I felt like the first season was his his redemption story. Yeah. Like okay, this is how he like it's like a revenge story. Yeah. Yeah. This one is more or less like his origin Punisher story, if that makes any sense. Oh, well,
0: yeah. It's just like
4: what happens is is that at the beginning of this, he's clearly taking a chance, rolling the dice with this woman. Yeah. All right, which they never go back to, which is, I guess he can't. But I love seeing him happy for a second. All right. So he's about to kind of take a chance and all of a sudden something, you know, comes and interrupts it and then he's back into it. And, um, his idea is, all right, when this, pe- these people come fuck with me, I have to like kill them now. Yeah. Until, they're, he, until yeah. they're all dead. Yeah. And then that way I can go on with my life. And that's cool, but like I would think that Frank Castle, the Punisher would be more methodical about it. Yeah. And go about it as more of a mission instead of being so reactionary most of the time. Yeah, That's a I good understand point. that. Yeah. yeah. Um, like, like, he would be fucking drawing up fucking maps
0: and shit well, and, and, and
2: fucking this doing is, all this stuff. This is why the first three episodes of this season. Are vi- like I was so excited where they were going. They're with it. so
1: good. The They're so that, good.
2: The fact that he dives into it headfirst immediately, he doesn't even think about the fact that he is doing yeah. so because this is who Frank is. He's going to yeah. get involved when he thinks shit's not going the way it should be. Do the right thing. It winds up biting him in the ass. But then, even though he doesn't know what's going on or who these people are, he's already creating scenarios where he is going to be in control of the situation. The whole shootout at the the motel. Where he yep. is taking a second room, breaking a fucking hole so in great. the wall between so the two of them, baller, so that he can get the drop on people that are coming for them. Yeah, that's the fucking Punisher. Yeah, yeah and they kind of lose it, yeah. and that's that's the problem. Is I f- I feel like the biggest downfall this season had was going back to anything from season one.
1: yeah. The Jigsaw
2: yeah. storyline, going back to Madani, all of that shit didn't need to happen. I was really
0: intrigued with John Pilgrim and the whole up to the shootout in the sheriff's office.
2: Going fucking precinct 13 on the sheriff's oh, office in the middle of crazy. Ohio what was a brilliant. It. That, that was
0: one awesome. episode alone, just if you don't watch this season, just watch that one episode. It's that, fantastic. That's where I think it, it gets
3: derailed is they bring back Jigsaw, and they don't even bring him back at a level like he, he's a distraction now at this point for for yeah he's for not Punisher. even a bad guy but yeah but, not, but what is he but he's yeah they I, they made an interesting choice in making him forget everything I yeah. was like oh this could be interesting but then the more it played out the more I'm just like I don't want this I want yep. Jigsaw to be <laughs> like I want him the to Jigsaw be changed yeah. in a way that makes him. Insane, like crazy, like yeah.
2: insane, compared to the, the the thing that really let me down was the trailer that they put out for this season. Yeah, heavily hinted at the idea. That Jigsaw was going to be hired by Pilgrim to work as a mercenary to take out Punisher. That's
0: what I was waiting for. Some way to tie those fucking two plots together, and, and
2: it never happened. Immediately, my thought was, if you're going to have this whole concept where they're going to bring Billy back in, he's going to get hired as basically the Punisher of the Punisher yeah. to tie into this storyline. That's great. no. The Pilgrim storyline and all the shit with Amy just disappears for seven episodes. episodes. And
0: the payoff yeah. isn't even that great when you find out Pilgrim was J- there. His I, kids were being a hell The thing, too, is season. like
3: by having Jigsaw at the level where, or brusso at this level where he doesn't remember the Punisher, it's almost unsatisfactory when they meet and they fight because yeah. even at the point where he's torturing Frank, he's doing it but there's not that added level of he knows what happened before. Like he doesn't know what happened. before. Why is he doing this? I know it's not even yeah. that. Like, why is he doing it? It's just like, this isn't as high stakes as it could be yeah, because yeah. he's forgotten everything. And at, yeah. even at the end, like punish spoiler alert, Punisher kills him pretty unceremoniously, mm. which is fine. You know, he doesn't need to go out in an epic death, but the fact that he looks at Punisher and is just like, I love you. Like, it's just like, but you don't, Really like he never we, fully why, remembered. Like the audience knows what happened right. this entire time. If you're up to this point in the season, yeah. Yeah. you know what happened in the first season. So to have the character that on on screen not knowing what happened is kind of yeah. just frustrating and
0: not understand why Frank was coming
3: right. after
2: him. The the issue is like um an interview that Ben Barnes did. They had said a big reason they went for this, not not as an excuse because I agree. I feel like it was a, a really poor choice. Was they they were going for this whole idea of in Billy's mind he is Frank from the first season, right? Where his okay. whole thing is I don't understand why this person I thought was my brother betrayed me uh, and I tried see. to kill me, right? Which is kind of an interesting angle, and it's it's interesting, it but it, yeah. no, it, it doesn't. Work. It didn't yeah. work at all. The problem was, and this is the thing that really upset me about the the jigsaw angle was they were trying way too hard to give Punisher his Joker right
3: oh but uh, but he never he hmm. never like that's the problem with this angle is he's not mad enough at frank for it to mean anything but he's not crazy enough
2: either for that to mean anything so he's
3: just this broken shell of a man that really you can't follow what his motivations are he's not
2: he's not seeking revenge but he's also not reveling in chaos right it's just, just there he's He's he is, broken. Yeah, he's he's this weird mishmash of a a uh, selfish, violent person who, when he finds out, oh, everything that I had that I don't remember having anyway was taken away by someone I thought I was friends with. It it's there's no real motivation there. It would like, have been so much
4: better if he would have gotten up uh, out of and, and really remembered. been fucked up looking.
1: Yeah, Yeah, remembered up, everything. Yep.
4: Yeah. And then gone about his business and trying to build his empire with these fucking guys and, yeah. and doing his own team. And then he hears that Frank's in town
2: and he's like, oh, I can fuck this guy up now. Finally, yeah. I can get like, my revenge. Like, I don't even know what the 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 point of his gang was like they they appear out of nowhere. It's a bunch of, uh, you know, military military. It's guys. all. Yeah. yeah, it's all ex-military vets that decide we're going to get ours and then suddenly they're like a huge fucking organized crime unit <laughs> that's running around in mil-spec gear. I kind of came out the, of nowhere. The gang, they came out of nowhere. Well, you know what the
3: you know what the worst part about that is, in my opinion, is there are, again all these vets that felt like they were you know shunned by the world um, and didn't you know and and are like we need to take over like we we've been fucked over by the system and they've forgotten about us. The problem is. The, per- the season one did that with Lewis's character, and he was way fucking better than any of those vets or Billy Russo in this season.
2: Yeah. And that's the mm. thing. Lewis, he character- was fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah. His his character, his arc, everything that they did with him served a purpose. It had a, a, a lesson that was behind it and a story to tell. Everything that they did with Billy and his gang was just like fluff. Right. In order to be like, look at how bad these guys are. You're yeah. not gonna feel bad when Frank kills them. I wouldn't have gone into bank robberies either. I would have been like, He knows about organized
4: crime. He should be taking out the organized he should be crime. He and-
0: like the poker games and yeah. the backdoor if, casinos. Yeah, he should have
3: been or drug dealers. Taking out all the drug lords, but in like yeah. he should have been like carving them up. Like like hanging dead hanging arms and legs from chandeliers yeah. and just like oh my god look at this version of the punisher this is what happens when you take crazy and make him the punisher what
2: i would love is if they had gone with the idea of his face is fucked up it is it's you know it's dominic west from from warzone looking yeah he remembers everything he remembers that frank did this to him and he knows that frank got away with it and ran off so he escapes the hospital he decides I'm going to bring Frank back to New York because he has to deal with me. So then he's going around and whether it's organized crime or it's cops or whoever, he is just setting, sending messages of, you know, people, yeah, hanging from their feet with their faces, you know, peeled off or some shit <laughs> and just, and you know, and carving the fucking skull into their chest or something to just say, you got to come deal with this. Cause this is your fault.
3: Yeah. yeah, that would have been awesome. I would like the whole show. Two more points for me on Billy Russell. The whole show I was waiting for him to remember. Yeah. He never remembers. Never happens. Yeah. The second thing is, and I agree with Del Hauer, and I think we've mentioned this before, but his whole like thing in the first season was he was Billy the Butte, and he was like so into how he looked and like all this image and all that, and Frank fucks him up. Because he wants him to look in the mirror and be like, "Remember my shit." Like, remember what He's Like, you got the scars on, but he's still a good-looking dude. Yeah, And anybody he's still will getting a pretty. De- I mean, yeah. she's not. She's crazy, but he's still getting yeah. the good-looking girl. So it's yes, like, yes, this didn't With fuck scars. him up that bad. Like, that character ruined the whole. So let's show. talk about let's talk
0: oh, about the Doctor Krista Dumont and so the bad. Billy Russo. Uh, I thought it was weird when they started with the vertigo, afraid of heights. I was like, "What the fuck? Where is
2: this oh, going?" I didn't
3: even understand. I, I thought she was like, she was um, like a metahuman at first. I was like, oh, really? What <laughs> is going on here?" Oh, oh I I thought,
2: she had powers. I thought she was like tripping balls. No,
0: I thought she had a, like she had a, a she was afraid of heights and like her vertigo was setting in. Yeah, but I was like, why? And then it, look, they explain it. It's pretty fucked up and traumatic that her dad, when she was a kid, grabbed her and jumped out the window to kill them both.
2: And you know what's great about that? I yeah. don't give a shit.
1: Nobody yeah. cares.
0: I will say. Uh the, their their sex was was pretty hot. The, oh the paid sex, like I could see why they would connect, but wow, what a dumb fucking no, see, doctor. I, I well, every see, decision she made was just stupid. I, I don't
3: see how she becomes a doctor.
0: Yeah, that's what I don't understand.
3: Not <laughs> only that, not only was she bad, but she make her presence on the show makes what's her name? Medina? Madani. Madani even wor- like worse like Madani was a solid addition in the first season yeah They're, yeah, she
4: went off the rails with but, this
3: yeah but Madani was really bad in my opinion in this show mm. and the minute she like opens up to this doctor and the doctor yeah. like gets the jump on Frank yeah I'm like Madani oh my god and You're then so
0: dumb. <laughs> they make
3: Madani so deep power that she's fighting this doctor like a fucking cat girl yeah. Like, they're yeah, both. How like, are you not like, taking down this she's, doctor? Yeah, you're, you're Homeland Security. You should have <laughs> taken this doctor she's, down in one punch. She's a civilian. And they're, she like, doesn't... choking each other, like women. <laughs> yes. like, like, it was like Crazy. watching, like, WWE Raw in 1999 with bit. the Divas yeah. fighting. Yeah. Yeah, you, are,
2: you are federal level law enforcement. You should, yeah. You, you know have to take some, some down. form Jesus. of military training. Yeah you like the the fact that she walks in and she is walking down the hallway with her gun out she knows that someone's. She, she's gonna like listen. she's like oh what are you obviously doing? something's wrong here i have to go check on it she gets all the way down to the bathroom girl jumps out of the corner from another room why did you not check your fucking corners <laughs> yeah she's right. not good like and then, that's
3: the thing it's her her it's presence bad writing. her yeah. presence was supposed to be like the equal to madani and it's right. just like Oh my god, you just really fucked over Madani.
2: And the problem I have with it is I feel like the only reason Madani is even in this uh season She shouldn't be. Is they wanted yet another person to have a PTSD storyline. Ah uh, yeah, she is, and it's that, like, she it's is, like, is that person. Look, no. Yeah. I we, we had we already yeah. did it in the first season. I yeah, did a fucking yeah, episode yeah. about it for myself. It's over. We're done with it.
3: The only the only thing that would have saved Madani for me is if she was the one that killed um, what's her name That's, What's his name billy russo I, I,
0: well she technically kind of did she, she kind put of three did, bullets but, in him that let him but that, it would that, have, that have been
3: it would have like what i would have done is i would have had punisher fucking whip his ass yeah punisher get like gets like arrested at the last minute before he's about to kill him so they're like taking him away they're doing it by the book and madani fucking ass- shoots the fucker in the head
0: i, I mean i kind of agree and i think they were kind of wanted her to get the kill i mean, but she, she then loses you,
3: the badge at the end yeah, because she yeah. quits but that was the road she's going down. It's like she was the clean cop, and now by the end of it, she should have been... She's like Frank time. Like, she should have been like mini Frank. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: And did they really need to show the doctor getting thrown out the window in, in, in such a overtly exact... Like, what was the point of showing us that shot from the I bottom mean, a she, of- with uh, the glass uh, falling? I was like, really? No, it's it's, <laughs> it's not great. Yeah. No. <laughs>
3: it's not great. I mean, let like, what this all was taking away from was yeah. the fact that what's-his-face dude in uh, season two... The Mennonite. John, John Pilgrim, Pilgrim. He yes. was actually the more interesting character because he is actually Frank's um he's Frank's equal in yeah. every single way. He just went the other way. Except he's got an interesting twist in that he was uh you know a neo Nazi, now yeah. turns super religious yeah. and yeah. feeling yeah. like he's doing this for the right reasons, not because like Frank does it because he thinks this is the right thing to do and he yeah. enjoys it. Yeah. This guy's doing it because it's to serve God. While this spouting is, Bible verses. It's this
2: it's this interesting idea of how when Frank helps Amy in the beginning, and uh, Pilgrim is watching the the security camera footage of it, he refers to Frank as being somebody's dog. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because he sees that Frank is exactly what he is. Yeah. It's you know, this this is a man that I immediately know who he is and how he operates. The problem is is that Frank is on his own, he calls his own shots. Yeah, right. Pilgrim literally is somebody's attack dog,
4: and that and the people that own him, they weren't menacing at all. No. I would have
0: liked Corbin Burnson. You mean Corbin Burnson? Yeah, I mean not I would menacing. have
2: liked. You see them in like playing golf.
0: <laughs> it's like you know. it's The like truth is, the, I actually
2: yeah. I actually appreciate that more because I really like the subtle idea of it being what they do is disgusting. Yeah. But you never truly see it in who they are as people, well, the, because they don't think they're doing wrong.
4: But that—that's not what what I think is wrong. I think that the fact that P- that pilgrim would want to serve them, like like they—they—they they don't feel like either they're superior morally than they don't. They're obviously morally flawed. I'm trying I to think, figure out what it is yeah. that they have over
0: him. They,
2: I think what it they was was, was kids. They, no, yeah, no, no, not even that. They were paying for his wife's uh, chemo. Oh,
0: right, that's right. And then she does it. Uh, she does die while I, he's I, alive.
3: I kind of I agree with Rugs in that there wasn't enough time spent with the Schultzes and to get to yeah. know why they have yeah. an, an uh, yeah. a control over Pilgrim and yeah. why like the end scene of them getting killed even means anything because we don't spend enough time on that storyline right. for us to be like oh, this is like these people deserve their confidence or look how manipulative these people are. They fucking changed John Pilgrim and made him a religious maniac.
2: No, and I agree. It's the, They are the interesting story. The two That's of the them, story. The, uh, the senator's son, Pilgrim that is the story I want to know I want it I want more I want to see what this is going to turn out to be
0: if they didn't have to do 13 episodes this would have made in a great like eight and especially
1: art. it's
2: tying into shit where it's you know the Russians are paying yes, to own topical, a senator it's like this shit families. this is yes. this is now this is the yeah. shit we need to know yeah. about but now no we are, we're gonna go do fucking more than half the season with this bullshit personal vendetta like literally he should have been doing a piss video <laughs> in Ru- with a hooker Yes, instead of being being gay,
3: well, that I mean, that that would have been... The storyline, yeah. Well, even him being gay and like that, how that affects politics, yeah. I thought would have been a very interesting thing to yes. explore because it yeah. would have been and-
2: this this wonderful idea of how like him being gay isn't the problem; it's he's gay and a Republican or something, right? Right. But
0: then the question would be, why would Frank want to continue to help Amy? Why would Amy even hang around and not run well, on Frank, him? Frank,
2: I mean, he he
3: does it because this is his. This is what he he, he kind of missed it. What yeah, it plays he into, yeah.
2: There's I think one of the stories that they're really kind of playing off of for Frank in this is there's um, uh, an arc that Garth Ennis did several years back called slavers. Okay, and it's this whole story of one night. Frank comes across a woman who has just shot and killed two people in an alleyway, and when he finds her, she begs him to help her. And he finds out that she is a sex slave that escaped from this huge sex ring that's running out of New York. I've heard. Of, I remember this. Yes. And the whole concept is this has nothing to do with Frank. It's yeah. nothing tied to him. Ah. But the moment he finds out that this is going on because he's the punisher, he yeah. decides they're all going to die then. Yeah. And he that's his mission. He's now set off to go take care of this because somebody crossed his path and they needed help. You know
4: that would be like a great Well, he just looking for people to kill. Yeah, that's he's all. looking for people to kill. That would people and, and that are bad enough. Cuz people that's you know, all. you
0: know we always debated, can you can the Punisher be a successful TV show series? And I saw this question online. I will ask you guys, do you think this season proves that the Punisher could work as a series had they, you know, just focused on the the John Pilgrim think, thing and it was that version. I think if you just do the Punisher like he's been written like yeah. for years. Yes, that's
4: worked fine. Th- yeah. It works great. Yeah, it is a series. Punisher's just, you know, he's somewhere
0: in some place, and all of a sudden he gets a whiff of something he doesn't like. Yes. This is why I really enjoyed the beginning, because for once, it wasn't his fault. He literally stumbles into this, but you could see he enjoys it, that he was like, give me a reason to fucking beat you down. The moment that got me so
2: excited in the first episode is when he goes walking back into that bathroom knowing that she's about to get attacked. Yeah. And he walks in and they turn around and they're basically like they're brandishing knives. And they're basically like, better fucking walk away, man. This has nothing to do with you. And he doesn't even say anything. He takes his belt off <laughs> and he wraps <laughs> it around his that's, forearm is
0: that's awesome. because he knows.
2: <laughs> All right. It's time He's, for some shit.
0: She's got a knife and uh I'm gonna fucking protect it with this. I love it. anytime this move we saw in Mission Impossible Fallout and they do it in this episode. Anytime you take a guy's head, slam it against the sink and it just snaps the sink in half. I fucking I don't know why. I love that. There, so there were a like-
3: couple of- violent moments where I was like, oh, my God, that's fucking awesome, yet, oh, my God, this is really gross.
0: Let's point out some of our favorite moments like these. The first
3: one was in the beginning when he... First off, he's punching women, which I really enjoyed.
0: But he's Um, just (laughs) taking them down like if they were men. And that's the thing. thing.
2: It's because they're they're military. They're going to kill them. They are military trained, and he knows, in a fight, I have to.
3: Well, I like that he stabs the woman up against the bathroom stall and yeah. then knocks her out. That was fucking awesome. He pins her up with the knife I, right through the shoulder. I also
2: was really hoping the the one woman that he runs into like three times. Yeah, yeah. Uh, every time he runs up against her, she winds up getting knocked out I really wanted that to be a running gag throughout the whole fucking season. <laughs> <Yeah>. He just, <laughs> just keeps waking up. That's true. Uh, the um, just, the yeah.
3: scene where he's... So the 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 Russian scene, that's actually Keith Jardine that he's fighting, who's a UFC fighter, former UFC fighter. In the gym scene. The gym scene where he beats the guy's face with but, a plate. Yes. That's great. Oh, yeah. my God.
2: Can we, let's talk, yeah, I'm so happy about the fact that that is in a way a very subtle nod to um, the Welcome Back Frank comic uh, because it's Frank versus quote unquote the Russian
1: right
0: oh dude let's talk about that scene for a second because now having done the crossfit I know exactly how much all that shit weighs when I saw him pick up the kettlebell to the face I was oh, like oh shit. fuck the fact I know. that he
2: whips around the Olympic bar into some dude's fucking nuts those bars are 45 <laughs> pounds
0: there's 35 pound bars too and probably that's a problem but generally that's a 45 pound bar now when he that dude's face up with the little small twenty pound, five pound plate. I that's when I started getting uncomfortable, like physically uncomfortable. <laughs> this guy's face was just completely changed. It was so fucking violent. Yeah. Glorious. Those are so violent. So violent. Uh I love uh the trailer. The fight in the trailer was really good with Curtis and uh John Pilgrim, like just fighting in that enclosed tight
2: space. They did mm-hmm. that well. No, honestly, the junkyard fight. Between him and Pilgrim,
0: oh yeah, the one where they're, yeah, they're
2: they're they're whipping chains at each oh, other, and he's hitting shit, them with the yes. fucking scuba tank.
0: That's amazing.
2: Oh yeah, yeah.
0: I was surprised Pilgrim was that strong. I was like, how is this dude taking oh, all-, all this?
2: See, and that's the thing is is the the reason that they do the whole like because there's a the point where you wonder like why are we doing this weird backstory with Pilgrim where he's yeah. going to visit the 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 neo Nazis? Yeah, that's the whole point. Is it shows you uh. in that fight that he has with the neo Nazis in the bar. That's the moment where you go, oh, he's Frank.
4: Yeah, he, uh, he's, he's frank. but then he goes, <laughs> he does some
2: drugs and gets a <laughs> He gets, yes, that he gets like a BJ a and like quotes scripture at the same time. Uh, yeah,
0: this one is like this show is like the most sexually explicit I've seen any of these shows. Uh,
2: uh, I, I yeah, I think I think it was Only only paling maybe in comparison to the first season of Jessica Jones. Yeah, that's yeah. what.
0: Yeah, that's what I was talking about. But they,
3: yeah, yeah. I was I was at some points I was just like, oh my god, how does he take all this punishment? Yeah. But yeah, it's the Punisher. Yeah.
0: <laughs> he does keeps fucking
3: ticking. Like, he, did you he see? That, Stop.
0: Uh he was on uh, Jimmy Kimmel. Uh, Bernthal broke his hand during filming the first fight scene on the first day of shooting. And so he really had a bro. And then he didn't tell anyone for like a oh, day so or two. The, the and fucking cast was it.
2: actually real? Yes. Oh, then that's he, he,
0: he had to go in for surgery because he didn't want to tell anyone. And it was getting smashed around and it got worse and he had to have surgery. So he really had a fucking broken hand the whole the whole time he was shooting oh, no. this thing, it's still. But he's badass. How badass is that? Yeah. is cool. fucking badass. I love the sheriff's office because I love the way burnthal Frank turns them to trusting him. uh And I thought that was what really I love about well it written. is
2: it's he doesn't even have to turn them. He just yeah. has to get the sheriff to believe him.
0: Yes, because yeah, he's, he knows they're gonna follow him. And and the whole time you're like, dude, you better listen to him. You know bad shit's coming, and it is a great scene. But then. Literally, the next episode, Agent Madani shows up to interrupt all of this, take him to New York where they're hanging out in her apartment for like four episodes. Yeah. And uh, it's and there's a lot of moments where you check in with characters who are literally waiting while the other character is uh, doing it's, stuff. And they're it's, waiting it's for them it's to come back. all of
2: Frank's friends who are just sitting around yes. waiting for him yes. to like, hey, did you kill Frank Billy ben? yet? No, yeah, not yet. No. Cool, Where's I'll Frank? be here. Yeah, I'll yeah be in the trailer. that's so weird. What
0: the fuck? Uh let's talk about some other characters I loved. Curtis, I thought was great. I love Curtis. He was fine. Curtis yeah.
2: got a lot of justice this season.
0: Uh Agent Mahoney? I feel bad for his
2: girlfriend. Curtis's oh, girlfriend? Oh yeah. Oh, Brett, Brett Mahoney. You, let's talk Brett, about you Brett Mahoney. Sweet, sweet boy. <laughs> I don't
0: understand why, after being in like the Defenders and Daredevil, like, why doesn't he just assume But Punisher is doing some good shit? Because he's seen this kind of crazy vigilante No, nah, because here's the before. problem.
2: I like with, Curtis, with the probably. Avengers yeah. and Daredevil and all that stuff, they're still giving cops the the collar. Oh. It's, I beat the dude up. He's tied up in the alley. Go arrest him. You get I the believe collar. in the system. Yeah, The Punisher is, I put a fucking that. bullet in him because I think that you're incompetent.
0: Judge, jury, and executioner. Yeah, yeah you guys see goes suck. a little too far for them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely.
3: The Punisher?
2: Yeah. 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 Well, that's that's his theme.
3: Yeah. He can't allow that.
0: Curtis was great. What do we think of it? I, I the, thought Curtis yeah. was good.
3: Yeah. I, what do we think of what? what, what
0: Karen Page, uh, one, episode, oh, what, one episode. Why are we Karen talking Page? about the little girl? Well, let's talk about Amy. Uh, so let me
3: let me. Yes, Karen Page is such a small part that I don't even think she's worth discussing. Okay, honestly, but let's talk about Amy. Um, was this? Uh, I actress? did not like Amy
0: at all. towards the
3: end, I thought she was a little better, but I was like, this girl's a little punk. I know that the Punisher has to help her, but I did not like her. And I'll be honest, I know we all liked that first episode. Half of that first episode. A lot of it because of her, I felt was terrible because Ah, it mm. felt like weird, like bad TV sitcom up until Mm. he starts getting going. Yeah, I was like, this is terrible. Like this, (laughs) I did not like it. I felt like for some reason it felt like it was shot really poorly up until they started fighting. Mm, Right. it was a different flavor you know what
4: the thing that they went wrong with is that they tried to build all this mystery about what she was and she was just a kid with fucking photos
0: I know I thought it was and it ends up being so fucking lame I was really they built the mystery well which is why I was digging her I thought she got better but I was like I want to know what the fuck this is what does she really do and she just kind of stumbled she just happened to go out for food while everyone else got killed and doesn't even know what the fuck's going on anyways the Uh, thing I found
2: really odd about her character yeah I didn't like her. <laughs> is um, we have she's being hunted by John Pilgrim. He's yeah. he's this really weird, super violent priest, essentially, or at least he look he dresses like one. He seems like one. He apparently isn't. He's just really, really godly or something. Um, throughout the entire season, Amy goes out of her way to not swear. Huh. She. Uh, she'll, she says things like when the, the one cop in the hospital tries to kill Frank, she refers to him as a mother scratcher.
0: Yeah. She was that
2: she says something about how they're, they're going to H E double L with themselves. Like it's, it's to a point where I, I was That's starting weird. to wonder, like, is she part of this weird, like overly religious community that he's from? Yeah. So I thought it was like a cult angle for the longest nope. time and it <laughs> wasn't. And no. I, I don't know why they did that with her character, because it never paid off.
0: I liked her and Frank. I like seeing Frank care for someone. And like that, that heartbreaking moment at the end where he's like, yeah. oh, yeah, sometimes nice. somebody comes that along that was and thing. changes things. I was things. fine
2: with her in a lot of aspects. I, I understand that they were trying to build mystery in the first episode. And I knew, you know, OK, she's in trouble and she's trying to fake tough or whatever. So I was fine with it. I wish, you know, like we were saying, I wish that they just followed her story instead of yeah. throwing her on the back burner.
3: Yeah, that's the. Pr- I think that's the big problem is she's such a punk in the beginning, and I'm like, just
2: fucking tell Frank what's going on. <laughs> uh,
3: like, yeah. This is yeah. just
2: annoying
3: for yes. me. Not, yes. like, I know you're trying to be like, I, I know you're trying to yeah. be ambiguous, but yeah. it's just, anno- you're making me not like you. And then by the time like it's starting to roll around, what's happening, we take a break from her for so fucking long. Yeah, you forget. And like, I don't understand, but like, She's like 16, right? Yeah. yeah. And there's like multiple sp- episodes or references to her like her sexuality. I'm just like, "What is this?" Like, what do, what I know there it's was a the pervert in the beginning, I
0: but I was yeah. like, oh, "What yeah. Why are we?" He sh- I was Why? rooting for him to shoot that fucking pervert pedophile there and uh it, it was I don't know, it was su- the, surprising that she stopped him.
2: The thing that I found weird cuz like as they go on, there's there's the point where you know, the two of them are working together when he's trying to catch the Russian dude, where she pretends to be the waitress and then immediately is like hiding among the Catholic schoolgirls and everything. That
0: shit was amazing, and that I was—I was really scene. dug it. I dug the smart. idea
2: that it was like yeah. he's essentially grooming her to like help him yeah. in his his mission. She does the nurse bit in the hospital to sneak into yeah. very well, but it's like it's like th- this this grifter aspect of hers is is interesting, but it's not around enough to be worthwhile. Yeah, it's it feels like she's far t- like because in the first couple of episodes, she's lying through her teeth about everything and nobody believes her ever right now. But then out of nowhere, suddenly she's like super good at being a, like a grifter. She could look things up on the I internet. I just really slow. would have learned
3: like why. Okay. Why did she get to that point where she's now running away with children and, and bribe? Like, yeah, you'd you'd never you'd never, you never know. Like mm. I was expecting that episode. Mm. Where
0: where you get her origin.
2: What even is this group of kids who are going right. out and like taking photos for bribes for somebody yeah, that was
0: unclear and and confusing.
2: But um, I,
3: I'll, let me just say this. I did. I did enjoy, though, that Frank's way of like teaching her thing or like showing her love is to show her how to disarm a gun. And yeah, like shoot somebody and just like fucking yelling at her and like tossing her on the floor and putting a gun to her and be like, "You
0: do that
2: again, I'll kill you."
0: That was fucking great. And another amazing moment when you yeah, see that's it the only happen. Way you
2: should be interacting. <laughs> well, that's, that's the thing is you is you recognize that that is very frank in the fact that it's he fucked up with Billy. Yeah. So the moment he comes back and she's trying to have like this we're bonding moment, he's like fucking kid, I could have fucking killed you! What is wrong with you? You're a moron! You're gonna die! And you're like, oh crap, oh crap, alright. <laughs> <laughs> the, thing, the thing that I thought was really interesting was the way that, it, again, the promise at the beginning of the season was after everything went down in the first episode, the second episode, he literally is kidnapping this girl.
0: <laughs> I mean, he's yeah. He, where is, he ties her up he, to the bed. He ties her to the
2: yeah. bed. He won't Take let her, her leave like yeah, all of yeah. this. And it's just, it's to a point where like you think to yourself, like, all right, I kind of get it, but fuck Frank. Like, what are we doing here? I mean, I
0: think it was, I think it was the only thing I think it was smart. I like the only that. It was ambiguous like to, that. Yeah. Well,
2: yeah. And that's the thing is it's because you know, Frank enough that you recognize what he's trying to do is he's like, you're kind of an idiot. You're going to run off. You're going to get yourself killed. Right. I need to know what I'm getting into, and you're not helping me. And I don't know how to like work with people.
0: Like, you know, that's his way of keeping her safe. And, so, and like, yeah, yeah, it's,
2: but at the same time, it's like to anybody on the outside, man, you're fucking kidnapping a teenage <laughs> girl. We need we, we need, we need to figure to out a bed. new path yeah. here.
0: <laughs> I mean, I love that the callback, like when he shows her how to disarm someone and then he tells her, like, if this happens, you pull the trigger. Yeah. You do not hesitate. And she fucking does it. And, and, and then the, where she's like, I killed the person. And he's like, no, he did it. He takes a shot. He's like, I killed him. Let's go.
2: <laughs> it's, like, it's fucking great. No, yeah, was, it was, really it was, You just shot him. I killed him. Yeah. You <laughs> shot him.
0: I killed him. Try to make like, that's his way of making her feel better in, in the midst of this fucked up situation. So there were Frank and Amy moments that I really loved. Yeah. There's moments to it that were great. Just the
4: overall pieces where they were, they just didn't fit
0: Properly. No, I don't know they why they're just shoving the Billy Russo like you could have had two great 8-episode, 6-episode seasons. Yeah. Instead and, of no, shoving and, and it And the together. truth
2: is, you could have had a pretty solid 10-episode season about Amy Pilgrim, the Schultzes all yeah. of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I would, and it probably it would have been phenomenal.
0: Both plots would a a separate would have been
2: great. I I
3: enjoyed Curtis being back, looking at like the first season. Yeah, he's like an actual good guy. Yeah, just gets caught up trying to do the right thing, as he says it. Um, I did not like Madani in this season at Mm -hmm. all, Mm -hmm. and this season really made me miss um his relationship with Micro.
2: Madani's involvement in all of this is so confusing. Because it's this whole thing of she's going through the PTSD about Billy. She she visits him in the hospital every day because she wants to watch him suffer. But the moment she decides she's going to call in Frank because she wants Frank to kill him. Right. She, she immediately like, is like, all right, I need Frank to do this. And then when she starts witnessing like the way Frank does his work, she can't fucking hang like the the scene where they're in the the apartment with the army kid who's hanging out with Billy and he Frank's doing his thing. He's oh, beating yeah, the shit yeah, out of him. Yeah, he yeah, stabs, stabs him, him in the hand, and he's yeah. twisting the knife, demanding answers. And she's like, oh, God. Oh, no, stop it. You can't do this. You it's like, called no, him. no, 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 no. You don't let him off the leash and then decide <laughs> yeah. that he can't do what he does. You're
0: the one who got him. That was another scene that made me physically uncomfortable. Yeah, I that was, was, a,
2: that was, pretty I was tough like, pull, when he's torturing the dude. Yes,
0: I was like, pull the knife out. I wanted them to just pull the knife out so bad. Like, they left that in so long, it fucking made me
4: ill. I just thought of something that kind of pulled me out of it, which is uh, that whole thing where uh, Frank goes in, he raids uh, Jigsaw's lair Mm -hmm. and then Jigsaw sets him up to think that he shot these people. Yeah.
2: And I don't. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Okay.
0: Yes. yes. I didn't
2: buy that for a second. No. I was like, uh, this is so bad. Especially bad writing. Especially because when um, Madani and Karen go down and they, they check on the bodies in the morgue, yeah, And he's like, oh, yeah, you know, the powder burns on them. Uh, you would have had to shoot them from, like, Frank 10 feet away. Frank would have figured that so, out right away. Well, not, it, not even that Frank no. would have figured would've it out. would have figured it out. Yeah. yeah. It's, oh, yeah it's not that even too. that Frank would have <laughs> figured it out. I fully buy the idea that Frank would have had a, a fucking mental break if he thought he killed, like, uh, innocents. Yeah. But, Yes. If this is a thing that the coroner notices immediately, nobody else the cops this. will notice immediately. Yes. Yes. Now, granted, when they found him, he was standing in the room with them. So they would have been like, True. oh, maybe he did it. Sure. But it's like Billy would have fucking known this. Yeah. He collected the shells from when he shot them, but he would have known how forensic wor- forensics works. Then if he thought that far ahead. So there wouldn't have been any shells in the room.
0: Right? Exactly. Exactly.
3: Well, and, the thing is, cause too, because he was is, outside. Yeah. Going like another level on that. That whole setup is so strange because how does Billy know that Frank is even going to survive it's, this torture? Yeah,
0: it's totally contrived. It's, yeah. Like he he thought it out so well that Frank yeah. would
3: eventually get out. He's going to be able here, to kill the men. Yeah. And then get up there and shoot those women.
2: And but, if he knew that, yeah. It means he. I mean, granted. Okay, I give. I I will go with the idea that he is willingly going to send all these men to get fucking murdered. Right. But it's like, what is even the point of trying to slow him down with the my guys are going to kill you? If the whole point is to get him into this room where he's going to think he killed these women.
0: Right. Plus, why would he think that he wouldn't just follow him up the stairs instead of blindly well, the, just shoot? The, the at next the part ball. for me
3: on that is okay. So you do it. Okay, and now you've added something to Frank's character. Now he's killed innocence and he has to deal with this. Yeah, we didn't really but, get. But yeah. he deals with it for like fifteen minutes <laughs> before they figure and it out. And then you do sex machina it right out what? of the thing. So instead of it being like the next layer in his development of becoming the Punisher where he realizes I've got to be, I can be fucking crazy, but I got to be a little bit more careful not to kill innocents. It doesn't matter anymore.
1: Yeah,
2: if it was something where he had to then realize, like, I can't go into rage mode. I have to be on point always. Would have been fine. And then towards the end have like, oh no, we pulled the forensics. It turns out you didn't kill those women. Then it's like, okay, great. We can cheer for Frank again because he didn't wind up murdering these innocents.
0: Now he can let Loose. and he
2: and he's like okay great that means you know when i find billy or whoever i can go fucking you know ape that on his ass That is better writing than what we were given well, you should have Del we should power. have let
0: him deal with it for
3: a longer yeah. than 20 minutes of an episode yeah, and I, I
2: i hate i hated the idea that immediately they just put him in the point where it's like oh i killed these women and i i let myself go i just want to die just fucking mm. kill me yeah. it's like no nah, dude you're past this shit yeah like, you uh, grow, grow and fucking accept your goddamn responsibilities. And if
1: anything,
3: like, he should be able to at least get get over that because it has been told to us in season one that he was just basically an assassin and killing people that he probably shouldn't he have killed. This.
0: Yes.
2: You oh, know, doesn't he kill a Zubair? Yeah, he it, yeah, wasn't Zubair he the one was, who, he Yeah, he was the, the one trigger. that pulled the trigger on it. Yeah, and yeah. I, I get the idea yeah. of it being like you know, ever since that, he has this code of like, no, I have to know who it is that I'm pointing the gun at. But if that's true, then he wouldn't be the fucking rage monster that he's been for two seasons. Right.
0: right.
1: Yeah.
2: Great Easter egg in
0: that scene. The cop who comes in and tries to uh, frame him and kill him. He's like, "You killed my cousin." Uh, Frank kills his cousin in Daredevil season two uh, when he yeah, guns down the he's Irish. He's part bomb. of the Irish nice. mob. Yeah, I was like, right. oh, shit, that's that guy. So I like they were tying it together. I like this some of the stuff they tied together, but some forced tying.
2: together. I will say Easter egg, not really an Easter egg, but right. uh, something I was really glad to see again.
1: Yeah.
0: Turk. Yes, oh, I forgot that mentioned. Insanely Turk.
1: always Turk, funny. We see
0: Turk and his bong shop. Now Turk is now the only one after Claire Temple has left, the only one who's in every season, I believe. That bong
3: of shop these shows. Is, is from Luke Cage, season two.
2: Yes, where, yeah, That's right. Where, it's, that's where, like It's like his head shop way. where he quote unquote went legit. He's, he's trying to go legit.
3: That's where Danny's like, I like this bong. It's the dragon one. Yeah. It looks yeah.
2: like you smoked.
0: <laughs> so fucking great. And then finally, I think the most fan servicing thing of the whole thing was the very last shot. Uh, it was almost a little cheesy, but it was great. <laughs> it was great. It, it yeah, no, it was,
2: it was a little over the top. But
0: come on, you see Bernthal with the coat and the Punisher with two machine guns, and he just, hey.
2: You want to dance?
3: It and just was straight out of shooting. Punisher War Zone in the way they oh, shot it. Yeah,
2: you know,
0: I don't mind the Ray Stevens War Zone callback. It I was like that so. Shit.
2: It was. It looked so weird. Like was he just on a green screen? Because it looked very odd uh, the way I they shot know. it.
0: Why? Why? Why would they just shoot it there? Maybe it was a
2: green screen. I wonder spot. if it was like a last minute add on when so they let's were filming. Rate it,
0: rank it. We kind of well, already said. I got what We thought one last thing yeah. I want to touch yeah. on. Yeah.
1: yeah.
2: So, um, there was a conversation that we had on the nation uh about a week ago uh sean glancy put up a thing where he had said that he was very uneasy about this season and kind of the show in general and felt that he didn't feel like it was the punisher because he felt he never actually punishes anybody you brought this up yes one of the things i wanted to touch on with that is Mm -hmm. there are a lot of moments in this show where it feels like he is kind of reacting to things that are happening and that's where a lot of the violence comes from but I think yeah. I think the last things that he does in both seasons are the most punisher esque things that he does. And I don't mean the, the whole him taking out the, the two rival gangs or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. The when he goes to visit the Schultz. Okay. Yeah, he yes. shows up there. Yeah. When he shows up and he has Amy show up and it's this whole moment where that was great. he kinda had a plan. Yeah. It didn't really go to fruition. Yeah. So he winds up shooting Mrs. Schultz immediately. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. The ultimatum that he gives him, where he hands him a gun, one bullet, and says, either you kill yourself or you live with the fact that I will expose you and everything you are to everyone.
0: A fucking great moment.
2: Is the most Frank Castle thing I have seen.
0: That is definitely very Frank
2: Castle Punisher.
3: Let me add to that. Yeah. Even before that, when he captures the senator's son. Or the senator who is the son of the Schultz's. Yeah. <clears> I'm like, that's Frank right there. Yeah, like yeah. Frank, Frank would not give a fuck, and he would assume, okay, you're an asshole. I'm getting you. You're my hostage now because you're a fucking prick for letting I'm all this happen. Beat habit. you
2: until you answer my question. Right. What I love of it is the fact that first he he takes him because he thinks he's involved in it. But then when he realizes he's not involved in it, he sees the opportunity of, I just got to step ahead of everybody because if they're gunning after me, they won't fucking touch me if they think I'll kill their son. Yeah. And I'm the punisher. Why wouldn't I kill their son? Yeah, I right. That, yeah.
0: There's some great like symbology in that after he shoots Mrs. Schultz and the blood is slowly pouring across the table to her husband and you see like wine, bread and blood uh, you know, kind of a, a Christianity symbolism there. And I I, I love that kind of subtle touches. Uh, Yeah. in that whole moment, I'm like, shit, what would you do? You're thinking about the decision. And then you hear the gunshot from the inside. And uh, and then Pilgrim is there with his kids. And I was like, like that part kind of wrapped up nice. It's just uh, the stuff before that didn't really make it. It could have been way more impactful. We actually cared about the Schultzes or saw more about yeah. them, I guess. Uh, right on. Okay, so we kind of said let's rate it, rank it amongst the series. I think we already said it's not better than the first season. No, no, no.
3: It's just you don't. There's not that emotional hook. Like the revenge storyline, even though it was kind of a retread of the first. Of yeah, of a little the, bit.
4: The Madani cat fight oh, took it down so, so many bad. notches.
0: So where does this land in terms of best seasons on Netflix? You know, we have the Great Daredevils, we have the Great Jessica Jones, we have a great first season of Luke Cage. Where are you putting this? So. I guess I'll start okay. <laughs> um, there's for
3: me, there's like tears, right? So yeah. daredevils season one and three and Jessica yes. Jones season one to yeah. me are, are your, are your top level Netflix. Okay. All right. And then you're going to go like next, like Punisher, daredevil, maybe Jessica Jones season two, and maybe like a Luke Cage season two. I think Punisher okay. season two lives amongst that maybe towards the bottom, maybe like a Luke Cage season two.
0: Okay. Okay. Um, so that's yeah. where I would kind of rank it. And everything sense. else
3: is below that yeah I like that I would kind of uh them, it's yeah. in the middle but it's, it's more toward it's closer to the bottom than it is like middle bottom yeah middle bottom
0: what do you think guys anybody else gotta put it anywhere else
2: I'm trying to think of my own like tier rating for a lot of this stuff
0: well while you're thinking of that, i think the reason it's
3: it's still good is because John Burdenthal as the punisher is is very entertaining to watch yeah. yeah and those the those the the creativity in like okay let's put him in a Hotel room. Okay, let's in put him Michigan. in a. Yeah, he's in let's Michigan. Him, no, not, I'm not saying that. I'm saying let's put him in a hotel room. Let's put him in a weightlifting room. Oh, let's a put him in Let's yeah. put like and like. Let's yeah. see how he fights in all yeah. these different situations. Ah, let's give him yeah. guns. Okay, let's yes. give him nothing. Okay, yeah. let's give yeah. him. You know, the, let's put him in a dark room. I was gonna yeah. say
2: it just reminded me of the. The, the gunfight between him and Pilgrim in the, the hotel, between the oh, two rooms, yeah. where they're through constantly the swapping the rooms and yeah. everything.
0: Oh, yeah, they flipped it. And it was, it was like the, the
2: most ridiculous thing, but it was also just... Like I loved it because it it was another one of those moments where it's it's they are so evenly matched. The only way it changes is when Frank says "fuck it" and yeah. busts through the wall. The wall. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the, he pre, they perforate the wall and he's like "fuck this." And that that was great. Yeah, there's so many. There's a lot of great moments, and it has again the beginning <laughs> incredible beginning. I did of not the season. like that. At all. You don't like that. Like, I no, love it. Anytime we shooting
4: each other through the walls yeah. and missing all the time. Yep. Oh my god. I- <laughs> The first like 15 shots, okay. I was like, oh, that's cute. But then they went, oh, it should have been dead. Well, I, 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 will admit, I, I, I will
2: admit, once I, it got to the point where he's hiding behind like the armoire that the TV yeah. is and in, the bullets aren't going that. He's shooting through it, but Frank's yeah. not getting hurt. I was like, all yeah. right. Yeah, I was, I was
3: going to say the, the part where he's like hiding behind the mattress. Yeah, they and milked like, that one too. They're long. shooting yeah. through the wall, but then yeah. the mattress is going to protect him. I'm yeah. like, yeah, but
2: it's not going Ooh.
0: through the mattress. Okay.
2: All right. Yeah, the, they milked that one. They do. Uh,. <laughs>
0: yeah. So uh, where do you guys rank it? Yeah. All right. Else? So, uh,
2: I agree with with uh, Anthony that this all kind of breaks down. I put it into three tiers. So, top tier, gold tier, uh, Netflix mar- Marvel is yeah. first and third seasons of Daredevil. Okay. First season of Jessica Jones. Okay. And for me, first season of Punisher. All
0: right. Uh, yeah. 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 Yeah.
2: Second tier, both seasons of Luke Cage. Okay. Uh, second season of Iron Fist, and okay. this season okay. of Punisher.
0: All right. Okay. And then,
2: and then bottom the, yeah, is Jessica left Jones left. two, oh, yeah. Wow, okay. Iron Fist one and Defenders and Defenders. Right.
0: Hmm. Not too far from what I would say. But that's yeah. interesting. Roggs, what you got? Uh, any difference in that tier? Oh, I can't you? think about all these shows. The <laughs> it's a lot to think of. I think both um, of
4: your guys' ranks are are, I,
1: are
0: pretty good though.
4: I would just say I like this uh, a little bit. It's, it's tied for with uh, Luke Cage season two for me.
1: Hmm.
4: I think because that's fair. They're both batshit they were both batshit crazy, mm-hmm. but uh, I think that this one's a slightly with that Madani fight. I felt it went into some it took it weird down. area, yeah, and it took a toll on this whole season. And the fact that I just—I mean—the easiest thing they could have done is just make jigsaw jigsaw. You know, just make him yeah, actually yeah. jigsaw, jigsaw instead of like that.
0: this like weeny whiny. He had a, he had a good, jigsaw mask. Bad, You know, <laughs> he had the mask. And not even like like the one guy makes a crack about Jigsaw. He's like Jigsaw over here, and then he gets shot later. And like
2: what I think is really interesting jigsaw. is as they go further on, and he creates his whole gang and everything, and they're all wearing these fucking black and white masks. Yeah, yeah. Everybody in the gang gets like a fucking ballistic like mask. That's like formed around the face and all that stuff. So it's yeah. like it's like opposing, and he's still wearing his fucking paper kabuki mask from the yeah. hospital. <laughs> it's
0: because it's who he is on the inside.
3: Before you get into your ranking, I had one more thought. Yeah, is I just like I really don't understand why Netflix doesn't go all out when it comes to like some of their comic book yeah. characters. Like yeah. this is Jigsaw was another like. Um, they think they're making I'm, it grounded. Well, yeah, another, yeah, another, exactly, another example of them trying to ground the comic book characters, and I'm like, but this one you didn't even need to ground. Like, you just fuck up his face. It's yeah. like,
2: yeah, people have fucked up faces, yeah, fucked up right. faces like after like, war. Yeah. It's, yeah, like, or, it's like, yeah. the, it's like, it's uh, like when Fox did the first X Men movies, where they they put everybody in the black leather and everything because yeah. they were just so afraid that yeah. if they went all out, people were gonna be like, this is ridiculous, and right. not watch it,
0: yeah. right. They're afraid to embrace. I but mean, they'll yeah. watch
2: a fucking bitch fight. Yeah, the,
4: with a yeah. fucking uh, head of homeland security can't fight a, like
0: a, a psychologist. Yeah, where she she's, can't she's, she's getting overpowered by
2: a fucking psychiatrist. is crazy.
0: <laughs> Look, she was a crazy psychiatrist. All right, she had
2: scars. She went through some For shit. She, all I'm saying is, is I don't need another fucking Harley Quinn. And especially not in my Punisher show.
0: Oh, boy. That's a little bit of what it was. Uh, where would I rank it? Kind that's of right point. like right in the m- middle-ish uh, for me. I don't know. I can't even think about all the shows. But I will agree. I love Daredevil seasons one and three the best. The first season of Punisher is up there. The first season of Jessica Jones is up there. I love both seasons of Luke Cage. And then you maybe love everything. This. I do love everything. So it's, it's irrelevant where I rank it. Uh, <laughs> anyways. Okay. Last question on screen, Punisher versus Punisher. Who wins? I'm talking about what? Dol- on, which version Dolph Lundgren versus Tom Jane versus Ray, oh, Ray Stevenson, Stevenson. versus Burnthal. Who wins?
2: Ray Stevenson. Ray Stevenson.
0: I agree. Yeah. Also, Ray Stevenson would fucking I'd have like to re-watch Warzone. He punched
2: through a man's head. Okay, that's yes. fair. Stevenson. He he can hang on a chandelier and spin they,
3: and shoot. They made him so superhuman. Yes,
2: it is. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. ridiculous.
0: Yeah. Ray. I mean, we got to spend twenty plus hours with Burnthal. So I like, like Burnthal the
3: best. But the, yeah. it's also unfair because we spent like you said twenty, 20 hours. Twenty four. Yeah. yeah,
0: but if it had to come down to just brutality, Ray Stevenson Punisher. I still think wins. Frank Rillo is the greatest Punisher in the let's Purge see, movie. Let's see Frank Grillo as Batman <laughs> yes. or Punisher.
2: And the other thing that I have always felt is the first John Wick movie is the greatest yeah. Punisher film that was yes. ever made. Yes. Oh, yeah.
0: Also, you know what's another great Punisher me- movie? Falling Down with Michael Douglas. You ever seen that? Oh, no. It is,
4: <laughs>
2: that's not at all.
4: No, nope. man oh. on fire, man on fire. man on fire. Okay, that one falling, I guess falling down, down is down literally is op- white
2: the privilege. The movie, yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> I love that movie. Though it's a fucking great movie. Man on fire is a great Punisher movie. There's a yeah. lot of great Punisher movies like that out there. All right, good stuff. Good review. Excited. Uh, it'll probably be canceled by the time I post this show. It's time, people. It's time for news, news from the na- nation. It's
1: time for news from the nation. <laughs> that is satisfying that's Uh, my butthole
0: (laughs) news from the nation the section where I pull stuff from our facebook group Justin Zwerner posted this comment and this photo he said had to go to metro pcs today left them a gift on one of the phones hope they enjoy it as much as I do and it's a photo of a display phone and he's Pulled up the Jock and Nerd podcast. Yeah, Jock and nerd. nerd. So everyone walking by, this is great. I love this. This is Gorilla Marketing. Everyone do this next time you're at the iPhone store or you had a one of the 12 cell phone stores in the mall or at the kiosk. They're everywhere. It's a great idea.
1: It's Who's a great idea.
0: I don't know. But I, the last time I went to a mall, there was literally four cell phone stores across from each other. And in the middle of the aisle, there was two cell phone kiosks. I was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> why it's nothing but people cell- need phones I guess. nothing but cell phone stores these days but even at the Best Buy they got computers pull up the website jognier.com pull it up I love it well done Brian Goff has a legitimate question this is a great question he asked did Tony go to or attempt to go to the fire festival <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> legit question I'm watching the doc on Netflix and was just wondering first of all both docs on Netflix and Hulu are great. Oh yeah, <laughs> like, they are fucking basic. ridiculous.
3: I, okay, I've watched both. I want to go both. I like the the Netflix one for it's me is better. really good. The it's Hulu one better. for me goes on these weird tangents about like, influencers and millennials and it's like eh, this is strange. the
2: thing I find interesting for both of them is that the Netflix one really digs into the events that went down for fire festival and the people who were affected by it
1: yeah, right. yeah the Hulu yeah.
2: one is more aimed at the idea of shedding light on who Billy McFarland is yeah how he essentially how he created everyone. an empire out of fraud Out of nothing and all of the people who actually benefited from his fraud ah. Ah. And why they should also be held accountable.
3: Right. right. Also, what's interesting also, the about Hulu the, one has Billy has McFarlane. Billy on,
0: McFarlane. Uh, this piece of shit compulsive liar con artist is in. And he's there because I they probably paid him shit ton of money. need money. And he doesn't say anything. He doesn't admit
2: to anything. The piece the of shit. The thing I find interesting is apparently Netflix came out and said that they approached Billy McFarlane to be in theirs as well. And he told them. Well, Hulu paid me $250,000 to Holy be in shit. theirs. Holy shit. But I'll accept 125000 from you to be in yours. And they're like, go fuck and yourself? And Netflix said, no. And he goes, uh, okay, what about 100000 He said, fuck <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, my God. So then apparently the director of the Hulu one came out and said, we certainly did not pay him $250,000. Oh, we are not willing too. to disclose how much we paid him but we all know that this man is a compulsive liar. (laughs) Why would you ever believe him when he's trying to swindle you out of your money? (laughs) Look, you learn a lot of great things. Well, let me me
3: do a quick, so I'll answer the question. Yes. So Fire Festival for those, because I actually don't know if our audience would follow Fire Festival. Break it
2: down. I only only knew about it when it finally happened.
3: Okay, yeah. So it's basically the next Coachella, the next big music festival but it, another the next big destination music festival they were going to do it in the bahamas this guy him and ja rule of uh, Concept, of yes. this thing where they bought pablo escobar's private island yeah you were going to go to this island that you were going to party with models and celebrities and have gourmet chefs there and it was like to the nines like over Vill- the top villas.
2: everybody was going to oh. have their own villa
3: right yeah. yeah i mean so it was over the top right. And then it was also gonna be a music festival on the on the Bahamas for two weekends. So and how this much was
0: how much were tickets for this thing?
3: So that was overblown and run. So there's a lot of reports about ten thousand. Most of these people paid like three, four hundred dollars. Oh then,
0: really? Yeah, that was oh, overblown. I thought it was a few grand at least. There were people that paid
3: that, but yeah. there were most of the majority. Majority of festival tickets in general are
0: GA tickets that are like four, five. Oh, or 500 oh that's right. They mentioned that yeah, the general admission. What tickets. it
2: boiled down to was there was the general admission tickets. Then on top of that was you could be paying even more to get your own private villa. You could yeah. be getting VIP access to a lot of stuff, and then there was them having people uh, funneling money into the wristbands right. that they were right. going to be purchasing <laughs> while there because the they they wanted it to be a cash-free environment. So
3: the the whole concept of that happened. They set up, and this was all to launch. It was all actually to launch an app, which is the Fire app, which was right. basically talent booking of celebrities. Yeah. um They obviously did not have enough time, nor the experience, nor the wherewithal to pull something like this off. They're gonna throw it, parties though, and it was a epic failure that will be talked about for a long time
0: and that company Magnesis, in these is also amazing that idea of we'll let black watch. Yeah, I mean let yeah. people watch
3: it but like uh, yeah, that's the yeah. gist of what happened
0: I don't need
4: to watch this movie <laughs> because from being from New York City I've met so many quote unquote producers or uh, you know uh, event
1: planners yeah
4: Quote unquote promoters that lie like this yeah. and are full of shit. Yeah. And they, that I, yeah. I've already
0: lived this. It's amazing how well, many people thing, will the, fall for it. The and thing give them, thing them money.
3: That we'll, here's the thing you, when we me and Imran had talked about this off, he was like, How did this make people fall for it? Yeah. Well, here's how they fell for it. They had models promoting this. Yeah. People yeah. putting their name on this. Yeah. You also had legit X. This isn't, wasn't like, Joe Schmo and his like garage band. They had Blink One Eight Two. Yeah, they yeah. Had, like they had Major Laser. They had Disclosure. They had acts that were very popular, putting their names to this. Well, and it sounds great
0: when you sell it. Yeah, right? well,
3: no, but but it wasn't that they sold like these act, these acts committed to it. They had their yeah, names yeah. on it. The thing is, they didn't pull out till the day before.
0: Dude, the genius thing about what he like the thing you learn is like if you want to learn how to market something in in social media huge, like you kind of learn that it's the the illusion of what you're showing really that's all you got to do. Also, you just need to pay Kendall Jenner $250,000 for one Instagram post and everything will <laughs> well, blow up. Well, this, right this from
3: changed that. everything. So now that's yeah, why you see yeah, when you models yeah. post things on Instagram if it's an endorsement, <laughs> yes. they have to put paid by X, you know they have to put endorsed by or whatever. They have to note that they're actually in Has to say advertisement, right. right? This
0: influ influencer marketing, which is huge now, it makes me throw up in my mouth when I say those words because it's just fucking dumb. But this is the way. Uh, people are I mean, it's using no, it's social no media. No, no. It's no. no
3: different than putting a celeb in a commercial around.
0: Sure. Well, yeah.
3: That's just he just did it. Uh, well, but he could to do answer it. the Brian's question, I did yeah. not. I I did not attend Fire Festival. I had no intention of attending. Yeah. Um, I was aware of it. Yeah. There were like little min- So I remember there being mini Fire Festival concerts around oh. all of the U.S. Oh yeah yeah. And what they would do is I was like you know it was building up to Fire Fest, and what they would do is. For a hundred dollars, you buy a Fire Festival concert ticket leading up to Fire Festival. Yeah. You don't know who the artist is, oh. so you would just show up, and they were guaranteeing like an awesome artist. Yeah, I almost bought a hundred dollar ticket of those. without even knowing who the artist was because was I was that hyped shit about legit.
0: This. Were they legit artists?
3: I, I didn't go, so I don't, mm. I, and I don't mm. remember if they even had a concert or not. Mm.
0: So I remember what I remember uh, finding out about this is when the picture of the cheese sandwich went viral. (laughs) I remember when that happened. And I was like, and I had kind of been following this because Anthony, you had got me into it when it was happening. You're like, check this. I was like, this looks like a disaster. And then they show you the fucking cheese sandwich in the FEMA tents. And you're like, oh, and I felt I was making fun of all the millennials. I still think it's funny now after watching I still I feel a little bit bad, but it's still fucking hilarious after watching the documentaries. I mean, nobody like got raped or died or overdosed. They were just stuck on a fucking island and in FEMA tents, really. And then I mean, uh, it wasn't
3: you know, it's not the worst thing in the world to have right. it. It is funny in hindsight, I will say that like if you were there. Yeah. Like that had to have been a nightmare because when, yeah, when the lights go down and you realize, oh, my God, these people don't know what they're doing and people we're stuck just on an island with yeah. no way to get off with no yeah. power. That's
2: yeah. kind of scary. <laughs>
0: the, the
2: That's one, a big island, though. The one just thing I remember from the Hulu documentary that was this great moment because it makes you just have that 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 cathartic like fuck you feeling towards some of the people that got involved with this was it was one of the one of the the quote unquote Instagram influencers yeah. who had like been promoting it and was going to go to the thing. They're talking to her and she is the most uppity fucking rich white girl <laughs> oh, yeah. when she's it's on the plane when she's on the plane yeah. talking yeah. about yes. how she's back in like triple economy class or whatever she, and this yeah, isn't a like private is jet economy, she's like this yeah. isn't private but then it's, it's also when they're talking about you know everyone gets there and it's it's they're rolling in on the bus and it's fema tents that are set up and she's like i know i felt you know she was like it was it was awful and he's like well the reaction didn't, is didn't great. you get An actual house though, and it immediately cuts to cell phone footage she took on her phone of being like, look at this villa. She's like, she's like. It cuts back to the interview. She goes, "Well, yeah, but like when I heard what was going on with everyone in the tents, like that was that was awful." Oh, smash cuts again to her and her friends <laughs> drinking and dancing in their villa house to like loud fucking music. It's like it's I
1: hate you.
0: <laughs> There's details in both of them that aren't in the other one. So like, if you're really into this, I would watch both I of would, them. I would
3: watch both of them. Absolutely. the Netflix one though was yeah. better. There was no, one I agree. more. There was one more thing I saw on the internet where it was like the the dude. There was one dude that was like the the had the best time at Fire Festival and his like whole story was I got like these free tickets to Fire Festival. So oh, I was like shit. I'll take a free trip to <laughs> yeah. the Bahamas. Yeah. He's like and he was like this middle class guy. He's like, I loved going there and seeing all these uppity rich white people um, freaking out because their luggage was slightly mishandled roughly <laughs> and they were a bit dehydrated.
0: Ah, like, this was the greatest thing ever. That's exactly it. And yeah, like, fuck those guys. You feel bad for the workers, the Bahamian workers who yeah, didn't get paid. Yeah, there's a lot
3: of people that. Feel but bad. that lady oh, yeah. who
0: had the restaurant, there was a GoFundMe. She got like fifty grand back. She got money back. She got. Yeah, she, back. got yeah. no,
2: she got. Wait, she got like six oh, figures oh, back. Oh really? Oh, yeah, and the, they, the one.
0: The one dude got like four million dollars out of the sell- settlement, I believe.
2: And Ja Rule got away fucking ja scot free.
0: That app you're talking about, Anthony, Ja Rule is now he's taking that app. It. It's called Icon, and he's, he's a fucking piece of shit just like Billy McFarland.
2: I love I love that bit that they also had in the Hulu one of him him on the the podcast where it's it's a random yes. podcast where the whole point is they just get yes. drunk while interviewing <laughs> yep. him. Yep. And he's just like it starts off with him being like, "Man, I was I didn't know about it. I was not involved in that aspect of it." Yeah, and then like yeah. like it's a, like an hour into the podcast that he's smashing he's, he's like, "Yeah, man, you know." I, it was my idea. It's like The whole thing, like the whole thing I planned it. <laughs> I'm and he's like, and I mean, I'm doing this app now. It's like it's different, but it's the exact same thing.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's great. great.
2: Very telling. So good stuff.
0: Uh, <laughs> I got a voicemail, but it's not from who you think it is.
3: Anthony. My mom.
0: It's from Rugboy's not mom,
3: Maddie J. Miller. I heard he retired.
0: Uh, I believe possibly he retired. Rugs, do you really think he retired? You we're guys, putting you his
3: think?
2: number in the rafters.
0: Yeah, we're going to hang it up. I don't know yeah. what his number is, but it's going to be hanging Left up in out. my office here uh, as the thing. Left Eye, Lisa Left Eye Lopez Left from TLC. Jesus oh, Christ, you le- never pick no. up on the jokes. No, I don't. What's I don't get it. Anyways, <laughs> here's the
2: voicemail. Hey, guys, this is Chaz. I had a question on the speak pipe for you. Uh, I was just wondering if you guys were watching Young Justice on the DC Universe app, if that was something you guys were planning on watching and re- reviewing. Also, Titans too. I couldn't remember if you guys said that you were going to finish Titans and review that. If you said you're not going to, and I just missed it, tell me to fuck myself. That's fine. Uh, but Ooh. yeah, if you guys are watching Young Justice, this new season's really enjoyable. Kind of wanted to get you guys' thoughts on it. Whoa! <laughs> all right. First off, Chaz, fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> You'll fuck yourself. Uh, yeah, we can say that. We could say I that. I Watched all
4: of Titans, and I've been wa- I'm a halfway through, or a little bit more than halfway through Young Justice. <laughs> Yeah, the- I am not having a great time with You're it.
0: You're not? No. So there's 13 episodes out of Young Justice on the app. I've watched eight. I think I'm on episode eight, and it's I kind of like fi- it. The
4: first five were just nobody was in costume. They were they're spending way too much time with this fucking. Uh, Meta human thing trafficking. I don't know. Yeah, yeah well, the Justice so,
0: League, like everyone yeah. retires, and uh, like, whoa. I like some of the new characters they got, and some of the training, and uh, it's it's a little more adult. Like people are dying. Yeah, you I know? like that. It's they've definitely stayed and they've they've included like social media and texting things in the in the heads up displays, and it's a little, feel little like more the updated. First five episodes are weak though. Okay. Uh Anthony hasn't seen any of Young Justice. None correct of it. No, yeah. I, I w- maybe I'll watch it. Del Howard, do you have this app? Fuck no. Okay, so Del Howard isn't seeing any of it. Now, Titans, I've seen all of Titans. Rugs has seen all of Titans. Yes. Anthony has not seen any of Titans. So, what we could do, Rugs, is maybe we review the Titans for the Patreons. Sure. Right? All right, there you go. Now that he brings up the DC Universe app, I got a press release. They had a little bit of announcement this week. There's more stuff coming. <phone rings> The DC Universe doubles its comic book offering starting January 29th. They are expanding to include series like Batman Superman, Batman Hush, Gotham Central, Flashpoint, Infinite Crisis, Harley Quinn, Static Shock, Superman for all seasons, and Wonder Woman. Uh, There will be new weekly releases also to double their output. And in February, Doom Patrol will be starting uh, February 15th and the reign of the superman movie rugs is now on the DC universe app. Yeah. So, oh, and they also added two Batman shows. Remember these shows, The New Batman Adventures from the late 90s and Bat and then The Batman with Rhino Romano voicing the Dark Knight. Do you guys remember either of these shows? They're both pretty good. What? Which ones? The new Batman Adventures. It was after Batman the Animated Series, and it it was more of like a a sleeker, simpler, stylized version of that animation. I remember that. You still had Batman in gray and black with a black bat. Uh, And then the Batman, they kind of rebooted it. It, Remember, it was more gadgety, and it was back to the gray and blue and the yellow in the bat symbol. And their faces were all pointy. Their eyes were more... Uh, elongated. Nope. Nope. You don't remember? Nope, it? It was, nope, that was a nope. good show. So that ran from 2004 to 2008. New Batman Adventures, 1997, 1999. This, this was those were the times when I was out on the comics. <laughs> you were yes, yeah. you were too. You were doing actual stuff.
2: I was
1: just. Del Hauer, I you haven't seen any of these. Any like
2: um, of these? Mm, I'm going to admit I wasn't paying attention.
0: All right. Well, that's a <laughs> good, great reason <laughs> yes. to subscribe to the DC Universe app, Nerd, <laughs> <laughs> right there, because Del Hauer wasn't paying attention. Subscribe now. So, I don't want to give them my money. You guys, we were complaining about there's not enough comics. They're adding more comics. Does this help at all? No. <laughs> no.
3: No. It's.
0: I mean, slightly, but not really
4: enough. It's still like a, sh- a shit app.
3: It's very negligible what they're doing. They need like they should just put everything on. They should put all the comics on there. But then, what are they going to add? Like then, because you you release load. comics weekly. What do you mean? Yeah, what are you going
1: to yeah, add? Yeah.
0: Yeah.
3: There's for honestly, there's not enough content for them to have an app.
0: But then if they put the new shit out there, people aren't buying their fucking it's, or it's paper similar, books. It's similar to I'll, I'll
3: criticize something else. It's similar yeah. to like the UFC. The UFC has an app right now. OK, they don't, they don't. They used to do live shows on it. They don't do anything on it now. All they put, do have right now is past fights and really? like original content. That's not worth having an app for either. And that's a paid subscription basis. It's, and it's like nine bucks.
0: So what about the WWE app? I heard that's pretty great, which like, has, like I've said, it has, like i heard that is actually really good. It has every uh, WrestleMania on there. Like that's yeah, yeah, all. They have everything on. There, they have,
2: right? they have every pay-per-view of that's amazing. Uh, WWE, WCW. Uh, I think, I don't know if W or e, ECW ever actually did pay-per-views, but it's, it's any of the companies they own. They have all of the pay-per-views that have ever been out. They have plenty of their own, like uh, original content from documentary series for, you know, certain, like, you know, 30 for 30 type of things where they're talking to wrestlers or specific events and stuff like that. They also do their own, like, animated series, which is, wow. yeah, it's whatever.
3: But, um, <laughs> the, but the big thing is they put all the, they like, have, all, they have live there. shows on there yeah. too, right?
2: Now, the, the, the ones that they do, yeah, it's, it's any time pa- big pay per Anytime right? a pay per view happens, you can watch it on the app live.
0: Wow. See, that's good. Do they have the cartoon from the 80s, the Saturday morning cartoon?
2: I don't know. I would I, love to watch that The thing that is, again. I don't currently have the app, yeah. because after, uh, yeah. after a while, I was like, yeah, I'm not really following this enough to, to be paying for it. This guy I work with, he's a big
0: WWE fan. He has the app, and he loves it. He said it's amazing. and uh, I've heard nothing but good things. After yeah. the initial launch of the app, I've heard yeah. nothing about good things.
2: But... No, yeah, and that's the thing. is, it's, it's not a thing where I would turn around and be like, oh, it's not worth it. It was just, at the time, I was like, ah, I'm going to put this money towards other things for now.
0: Well, DC Universe, you're putting out shit. Let's see if we can keep putting out more stuff until... I don't know until you can't put out until stuff. I don't know until you get people actually more people paying for this. Uh, that's the show gang. Delhauer. Let's plug oh. your shit. You put out a new episode of the ginger geek podcast. Holy shit. Oh, shit. But it was very good. Thank
2: you. Tell everyone where they can find it. Uh, the new episode can actually be found on just about all uh, podcasting apps, as well as uh, Apple podcasts, Google play, Stitcher, uh, Spotify, um, that's about all I can think of and
0: that episode ties into our
2: review it does uh, episode 5 is talking about the first season of the Punisher and it's ties to post traumatic stress disorder
3: there you go
0: I love your essay style, bro. Keep it going.
2: I can't wait to see no, it develop I've this. listened
3: to probably more episodes of your show than I have ours, so. Absolutely. <laughs> well, thank
2: I, you. I, I agree. I think he's- a, Funny enough an was, I actually started thinking, now, because we do What the Fuck Happened here, and we base yeah. it specifically on comic book episodes, yes. there are times where I'm wondering if I want to do the same sort of thing where I bring you guys on to Ginger Geek, and we can broaden the, the spectrum of it, because- Ooh. This past couple of weeks, I have watched through all four of the Indiana Jones movies. Okay. And I have come to recognize that Temple of Doom is fucking awful. What?
0: What? Really?
2: And I Wow. And here is why.
0: We'll get the stones.
2: It was written by the team that wrote Howard the Duck.
0: Oh snap! Wow, that's uh, tying some things together. I fucking love Temple of Doom. I can't even. I can't even begin to understand. Yeah,
2: I love. I love (laughs) Last Last Crusade. Crusade. I love Raiders. It's the first time I've ever watched Kingdom of the Crystal Skull.
0: Oh, how did that go?
2: First half of that movie is actually a decent Indiana Jones movie. Yeah. The second half of that movie is a fucking mess. (laughs) Pretty quickly,
0: yeah. No, dude, Temple was just like I was a kid. I saw it in the theater. It was in my sweet spot to enjoy these movies.
2: The the problem, I think, is that Temple of Doom tried to be a weirdly mystic James Bond movie Uh, instead of being what feels like an Indiana Jones movie. The little puppet
0: sets don't really hold up either. No. uh, Now, when you
2: (laughs) watch it It's also... It doesn't know if it wants to be a dark action adventure or if it yeah. wants to be a slapstick comedy.
0: Man, that's a great. This would be a great subject for. Uh, yeah. Don't bring him right on there. your show because your your
3: shows are like twenty minutes. You will immediately make it an hour and a half. No, it's well, this. Be this would
2: show. be one if we're going to do something like a like a what the fuck happened. It will be, be a little extended. longer. Yeah, see, there you go. rugs. Well, I just don't want
3: Imran on your show. Okay,
2: fine. Anthony, you you're in. Rugs, you're us. in. Imran, Thank I'll you. talk to good, you another time. Good <laughs> luck good. having Rugboy
0: show up if I'm not there. That's all. That's fine.
2: fine. <laughs> that's fine. Rugs. I'll, I'll handle it. All
0: I'll right. So
2: <laughs> Anthony and I are going to bash on a bunch of Indiana Jones movies. There you go.
0: <laughs> rugs, where can they find you on the internets? And uh, who have you pissed off? Anybody? Uh, I've been trying to do
4: stuff, but nothing's happening. I got Jason Kaplan from the Howard Stern show to like my tweet. Excellent. Like, that's that's something. Um, I'm on Twitter at ReallyRugBoy, so fucking f- come follow me, you
2: dicks. Delhauer, what's
4: the Ginger Geek uh, Twitter?
2: Uh, It is at the G-N-G-R Geek Pod. There you go. Uh, They can also find me personally at MDelHauerVO. Excellent. Look,
0: and if you are shopping at Amazon, who doesn't shop at Amazon? Make sure you just type in com slash Amazon first and continue shopping. Uh, you will be helping out the show in the background. Thank you very much for listening this week to the Jocker Nerd Podcast. My name is Imran.
3: My name is Anthony.
0: He's the jock. He's the nerd. And we'll peep you next week. Peep. Peep, peep,
1: peep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Somebody to my Somebody touch my Nerd.